Hello, welcome to the Roll Together podcast. Thank you for joining us for these podcast versions of our streamed shows from Twitch. You can always find our schedule of upcoming shows at twitch.tv forward slash RollTogetherRPG forward slash schedule. Please do leave a review and we look forward to adventuring together. Hello everyone and welcome to Seeds of Defiance. Thank you for joining us for an evening of Dungeons and Dragons. I'm Sean and I will be your Dungeon Master tonight. We are thrilled to be streaming at twitch.tv forward slash RollTogetherRPG. Seeds of Defiance is a continuation of the Neverwinter saga, a spin-off, if you will. Uh, we have three returning characters, but we will get to that in a second, and two new ones um, as they explore the dark depths of Neverwinter Woods. But if you want any more than that, you are just going to have to watch. For those of you who are new to Dungeons & Dragons, everyone here will play a fantasy character in a fantasy universe. The five players each have their own unique character with sheets that tell them who they are, what they can do, the many and myriad ways in which they can derail my plans, and what dice they can roll in order to do it. They will mostly be rolling this, imaginary 20-sided dice. Thank you, Post. To see if they succeed in what they are trying to do, with 20 being heroically good and 1 being hilariously bad. And whilst they play their characters, everything else in said fantasy universe is played by me. People, monsters, weather patterns, the sky is the limit. Between me describing the world and the story, the players describing what they want to do in it, and some dice rolls to keep everything unpredictable for all of us, we will tell our story. Now, let's meet the players, followed by our sponsors and our supporters. Hi, I'm G, I use he, him pronouns, and I'm playing protagonist Jones, who uses he, they pronouns. Um, I'm not sure how much I really want to give away about protagonists at this point. They are a very secretive person. They're also a private detective. Uh, and what you would see when looking at them is a, a, a very tall person around, probably around 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, uh, that has an octopus's head, uh, a very long trench coat, large clunky metallic feet, uh, tentacle, three tri-tentacle kind of hand things, uh, and uh, a very soggy fedora on top of a globe of water that surrounds the octopus head so that it can breathe, obviously. Hi, I'm Johnny. I go by he, him, and I am playing Rex Alafi, the half-orc cleric of peace. Um, Rex is a fairly young half-orc um, cleric, uh, but he sounds a little, a little older. It's due to uh, working with people of uh, uh, who have been infected and contracting some several diseases himself, and now uh, is a little bit hobbled as he walks along. Um, Rex is a firm believer in protecting people around him and likes to be at the front of combat a lot. Um, if you've seen previous shows, you may know his one of his uh, super moves as the hamster ball attack, which may or may not come up in future sessions. Hi, I'm Scarlet. Uh, I am she, they. I am playing Hera the Reborn Warlock. If you have a plant, she will probably uh, talk to it. If you have any eyeballs flying around, she'll probably poke them. Hi. I am Rebecca Hare, and I use she, her pronouns. I am playing the Lady Eldith Dewdrop. She also uses she, her pronouns. Um, she is a noblewoman, um, beast barbarian, rune knight fighter, multi-class. She always looks absolutely fabulous and has a little bit of a temper tantrum if she doesn't get her own way. 
Hi, I'm Chris. I use they, them pronouns, and I'm playing Murine, who also uses they, them pronouns. Murine is a rat folk, definitely <laughs> more rat than folk, um, and is currently on the run, running away from the only home they've ever known, Neverwinter, into the Neverwinter wood in a desperate attempt to escape the mistakes of their past. It's going really well. We are delighted to be sponsored by HeroForge. HeroForge offers fully customizable tabletop minis with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. You can see all of the minis that we designed for this stream in the overlay, and they animate when we enter the combat, so look out for that. HeroForge are fantastic, so do check out the pro membership where you can get premium access to features ahead of time and beta access to things um, and all sorts of cool stuff that just makes your life a lot easier. And you can check them out at heroforge.com. We are delighted to be sponsored by Ultra Pro. They make accessories for D&D, Magic the Gathering and more. My favourite part of the collection are their figurines of adorable power. Here is their gazer. Uh, they also make other things such as deck boxes uh, if you play Magic the Gathering. You can find all of UltraPro stuff at ultrapro.com. Hey friends, check out our new sponsor, Phoenix Dice, for a carefully created menagerie of click-clack math rocks for your delectation. Check out their entire selection at phoenixdice.com, and just so you know, Phoenix Dice are all about living gloriously in the worlds of tabletop games and sustainably in this one, which means their dice are working to be recycled, their packaging is recycled, the dice are made of sustainable materials, it's all great stuff, you should definitely get involved. You can also join us today in chat with a chance to be in a raffle and win some Phoenix Dice of your own. Just put exclamation mark dice into chat and you'll be in with a chance to win. We are proud to be sponsored by Alchemy RPG. Reimagine your gaming experience with Alchemy. They're focused on creating immersive cinematic experiences everywhere you interact with tabletop role-playing games. Playing a game, creating a world, streaming, watching live games, discovering new content, look at all the cool stuff that they are doing there. You can use environmental motion art, scene-based music, seamless character management to run your games over the internet, with upcoming features including homebrew content, streaming overlays, and spectator mode. So go and check out alchemyrpg.com. We're delighted to be supported by Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms, a Dungeons & Dragons strategy video game that brings together D&D characters from novels, adventures, and multiple live streams into a single grand adventure. Select your heroes and formation and battle through waves of monsters for free on PC, phone, PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo Switch. You can pop exclamation code into chat for a free Electrum chest. We're delighted to be supported by Neverwinter. In Neverwinter, explore and defend one of the most beautiful cities from Dungeons & Dragons' Forgotten Realms campaign setting as it rises from the ashes of destruction. Epic stories, action combat, and classic role-playing await those heroes courageous enough to enter the fantastic world of Neverwinter. Neverwinter is completely free to play, so set yourself up an account today and pop exclamation mark NW gift into chat for a link to a free gift. Check out our supporters at D&D Beyond, your guide to digital dirt and dirt. Make character sheets online, share them in a campaign, and track all of those tasty little stats in one easy place. You can use the Beyond app to track your characters on the go. You can also use their encounter tracker and archive monsters to run any smooth combat thing. You know what I'm saying. You're a DM. You've done this before. 
you know D&D Beyond is the place to go. You can also check out our character sheets and an exclamation point characters in Twitch chat below. Check out our wonderful supporters, Elderwood Academy, who make beautiful bespoke gaming themed gear, including hex chest dice boxes, spellbook deck boxes disguised as bespoke ancient arcane tomes, and scroll and codex dice tower and rolling tray pairings. Make your own with their online designer at elderwoodacademy.com. This stream will run for three hours, and there will be a roughly five to ten minute break somewhere near the middle. We run shows on Monday, Tuesday and Friday at 6pm Greenwich Meridian slash British Summertime, which is 10am Pacific Time, 1pm Eastern Standard Time, 7pm in mainland Europe, and 2am Tuesday morning in Japan and parts of Australia. On Mondays and Tuesdays, we run TTRPG streams for three hours. And on Fridays, we run our talk show, Talk Together, for one hour. Our TTRPG streams can be one-shots, four, six, eight, or 12 weeks long. You can always find our latest schedule at twitch.tv slash RollTogetherRPG slash schedule. We are RollTogetherRPG on all socials, so find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and even TikTok. Links in chat. Thank you to our D20 Club on Patreon. Uh, you can find a link in chat, help us make our shows from just one pound, one dollar or one gold piece and unlock more tiers by joining. Our D20 Club are fab. Uh, they've created a fan discord for us. Um, they've also made a wiki page for Roll Together. You can find that at rolltogether.fandom.com. Uh, welcome to our podcast listeners. And um, if you also would like to listen to us via podcast, you can search Roll Together RPG on your favorite podcast provider. If we're not there, let us know and we will add ourselves to that list. Finally, we play with a diverse group of players who play a diverse set of characters with wide-ranging sexual and gender identities. Our tables are trans and GNC positive, and we encourage and champion trans and GNC players and characters in our games. The DM and players may portray characters that are of a different gender than their own. We aim to avoid misgendering, but acknowledge that it does happen, and have a company policy in place for correcting people on pronouns. If we miss an instance of misgendering, we are open to being corrected, so please do just let us know if you think one has been missed. Check out exclamation mark safety in chat for content warnings and some of the safety tools that we use throughout the TTRPG safety toolkit. And now, let us begin. everyone and welcome to episode two of seeds of defiance now um a very quick recap um last session we um all met up in neverwinter woods um everybody was traveling for uh, their own reasons and um managed to encounter a um a strange dragon made of plant matter uh it was dispatched in very short order um through a variety of um, 
Marines, um, horrendous assassination and multiple dagger attacks, uh, and a sneaky round, um, and um, LDs um, raging. Um, there was healing going on. There was not much eldritch blasting going on, uh, but words. But the important thing is that it did it did go down, and once it was down, you um, were able to discover a few things about it. Um, mainly that uh, it felt to Hera like home. You had a bit of a discussion, decided that um, you were all fortuitously heading in the right direction. Uh, it'd be a very short campaign if you were not, uh, or at least a very difficult one for me. Um, you all travel in the same direction, um, and along the way, uh, you realised that you were being watched, and uh, Maureen, at this point, um, felt that this might have been uh, one of the dead rats of um, of uh, Neverwinter, the gang that they are trying to leave. Uh, however, this person gave you the slip. Intentional use of that word there. Um, <laughs> you kept going and you found um, some uh, strange, large, monolithic structures um, in the uh, in, in a clearing in the woods and decided to perform a, um, a spell in order to just detect whether there was any anything of interest nearby. And uh, one of the things that you did determine was that there was a little bit of a community of um, friendly feeling creatures um, nearby and headed in their general direction. Upon reaching the uh, the village, which was uh, hewn out of uh, the, the very trees themselves, uh, eventually you managed to coax the residents out who had been um, in hiding and they all turned out to be rat folk. And so when we left you, um, they were um, serving up a feast of a variety of um, foraged uh, vegetables and some, some forage, some kind of grown in the town, um, and having a conversation with uh, the um, elder of the village, uh, which, by the way, uh, you have come to learn uh, the, the name of this village is Dryad's Saddle. Um, the village elder... Um, just on the button of the episode, uh, let you know that um, there is a uh, an area further uh, away from the town, which uh, was part of the spell that you'd um, you'd previously cast, um, where there's a large plant um, uh, feeling, um, and the elder indicated that this might have been a gift from the mother. That is where we pick up. So, um, is, very quickly, is everyone eating? Um, I, I realise there's a few couple of people who don't need to eat and therefore probably not. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's great. Very nutty. Tara feigning it or... Uh, I'll chill on it. Uh, just be polite. <laughs> Harry, the fruit stays in your mouth, Harry. In, in your mouth. No. Oh, God. <laughs> For our podcast listeners, be grateful you're listening. So, hang on. So, Hera eats like a Muppet. Just sort of lunges the food exactly. and sort of spits it all out. Wow. <laughs> just imagining Cookie Monster now. <laughs> Never eats, oh, just... Never eats the cookies. Never eats the cookies. It's the big secret. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, I think, yeah, I think I said last time, um, protagonist is kind of like standing around the table rather than actually sitting down. Uh, and yeah, if doesn't go to eat if anyone, uh, well, yeah, just he doesn't take any food for now. Does the octopus need to eat? I suppose it's fair, it doesn't need to eat. Mm. <laughs> Can I ask a quick, quick uh, clarifying question? Uh, to Scarlet. Um, when we were in Neverwinter together, obviously you, I, Johnny, know that you had an interaction with an individual, but does Rex know that you had that flower talk with your mm. mother? Yeah, she would have told him. She would have told him. Okay, mm-hmm. Just so I know how to just react. Yeah. Just like, oh. <laughs> um, I'm going to say that Maureen remains entirely shell-shocked, no idea how to process any of this, and is sort of sitting there un- unsure of what to do at all um, on prompting, we'll eat something. Probably feeds the rats. It's just completely bamboozled by this entire situation. Uh, Maureen? Yep, yep, yep. You've always been a little uh, twitchy and staring into space and, you know, the few hours I have known you, but uh, it is somewhat exacerbated right now. Are you quite all right? Um, what, just you to like, get down? Bend down and bend down and bend down again and eventually get down there. <laughs> I, th- I thought I was the only one. The only one what? Me. You are the only one of you, darling. You're unique. But there's loads of other me's. Um, I mean, that sounds a little culturally insensitive, to be honest. Um, they're all unique individuals in their own right. But where did they come from? Well, when a mummy rat and a daddy rat love each other very much... It's, um, no, no, I, I can talk and I'm a bit bigger than the other rats, but that's because something happened to me that made me like that. Who told you that? I remember it. You definitely remember it? I was a little rat. Now I'm a big rat. Bigger. I was with all the other ones. I was with Septimus and and Raffaello and all of them. Uh, Why don't you ask your new friend where they come from? Maybe they were also all little rats, or maybe they know more about how to turn a little rat into a big rat. Which one should I talk to? Um, how about that one? They look particularly friendly and like they wouldn't make too many loud noises. Which one are you pointing to? I am pointing in the general direction, letting Sean tell me which one fills that. (laughs) Did you just go, how about that one? No, it's fine. (laughs) All right, tell you what, there are 20 of them, so roll a d20. Incredible. Wow. You get my rubber duck D20, Chris, because this matters to me. That was a 14. That's a high number I need to count. 
<laughs> you get my rubber duck even because this matters to me. I can't tell if being sarcastic or not. No, I'm being kind. That doesn't happen very often, but this is what it looks like. So you can recognize it again. What? You're a very kind person. I don't understand. The dice were a gift. I just gave them to you. I'm confused. <laughs> Can we see the rubber duck dice? <laughs> you not see the rubber duck dice? I haven't. No, and just for the viewers' benefit. Not the podcast. Yeah, yeah. inside them. Oh, so those who are listening in, the players oh. are holding up a D20 with a rubber duck inside them. It looks really cool. Look, M yeah, wanted ones amazing. with chickens inside, and there were, there were ducks as well. That's what I'm saying. Oh! Wait, does that work oh. like protagonist Jones, where when the water dice breaks? <laughs> <laughs> The water wibbles and the duck's eyebrow just... <laughs> oh, by the way, Chief, 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 octopuses don't have eyebrows. Uh, ah. Ruined it, I'm sorry. Uh, so you were pointing at Meadow. Uh, Meadow um, was introduced to you as um, one of the um, children of Shaggy and Puffball. Um, Meadow is a... Um, Appears to be around the sort of age of 15, you'd um, like sort of mid teens sort of age. Um, has whitish fur with light pink tips, um, wears baggy black clothing with ill fitting chain belts. Does Shaggy sh sound like Shaggy from Scooby Doo? <laughs> if I was able to do that accent, um, then... Broad California, maybe. you can do that accent, John. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> um, Like, I don't know, Scoob. Like, wow, Scoob! Not bad, actually. <laughs> nice! Uh, no, they, no, no, they okay. do not. I don't feel I can keep that up without hydrating every everything. <laughs> Just imagine a talking writer talks like that, and that's that's great. <laughs> Just your thing. <laughs> if, if you never talk to Shaggy, then you can just imagine right, that yeah. forever. That will that will be kept sacrosanct. So you've pointed at Meadow, and I've looked at Meadow, whose name I can't remember, obviously. Um, um what would you? What, how, how would? What, what? Do I start with a hello? I mean, to be honest, normally I just sort of snap my fingers at people and tell them what to do, and they do it. Um, but so you could try that. That doesn't seem quite your style. A hello, a hello sounds like it might work. Okay. And then probably don't, maybe don't do on the you're me and I'm you. That might get a little existential. But, but what do I say instead? clean my shit no um you could say how long have you lived here um do you get many visitors and then you could tag you know and then uh, do you get many visitors who look like me and then go from there okay i'll be right here and i will just okay yeah As Marine, yeah, go, go now. Okay. Is as Marine heads off, we'll turn to. I think it was Rex next to me. Be like, how did I end up emotional support for the small person? That is not my forte. <laughs> I think you did a really good job with the person. Thank you. Amazing. Oh, this is, is going to be interesting. Grace. Oh. What? Uh. Okay, uh, I should listen to Marie. Thomas Acorn Truffle. Thank you. 
So um, Meadow is just currently um, suddenly um, eating a, a, a what appears to be some sort of cauliflower esque soup. Okay. Um, is there? Can I sit down next to them, or is there a? Um... Um, if if you if you kind of make a move to um, to to sit near near one of them, the others will kind of just move down the bench. Oh, I, I wouldn't know. Marina's not that forward. If there wasn't space, I wouldn't like make space. I would like stand awkwardly behind them for a minute and then turn around and start going back towards LD unless LD goes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, well, um, he- hello, what, hello, hello, um, how long have you lived here for? Well, I've lived here since I was born. About a year and a half ago. Okay. Is that it? Um, no. Um. I, I, I'm... Where did you come from? Um, she kind of looks around and, and says, I mean, the elders say that the mother brought us all here. Right. She protects us. Okay. Bit shit if you ask me, though. We're not allowed to leave either. No. Why not? She says it's dangerous. Um, People won't won't accept us if we leave. Oh, <laughs> Marine just looks sad and will not say anything. <laughs> yep. Oh. On that happy note, this is going to die there. There's nothing they could add. It's a charisma of eight. Oka, where where are you? I, I, I'm right here. Yeah, you mentioned the the mother. Is that a a deity? Mm. Have you met her recently? No. Asking for a friend. We um. We 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 don't really, you know, have face to face contact with her as as you say. But you know, she she talks to us, and you know, What's her, how? Well, mostly voices in our head, or you know, um, dandelions. Yeah, dandelions quite often. Mm-hmm. That's very interesting to know. Mm-hmm. Isn't his hero? <laughs> I imagine bits are falling out of your cheek hole as oh, well. Too. 
bits are falling out of your cheek hole. One of those sentences you don't want to hear every day. <laughs> is she? Uh, do you regard her as a protector, as a, as a deity? Do you have shrines, maybe? Yeah, a hundred foot tall obelisk. Uh, you know, anything that you would. Do you worship her, or are you? Do you provide gifts? Do you just live here and she protects you? You know, it's. Uh, I mean, you know, she just told us that we needed to stay here and stay safe and, you know, so we look after, you know, the gardens and the, then we grow the vegetables. But um, yeah, she tells us not to leave. And, Very you know, most, most of us don't, except Slippery Jack. He's already skulking off. Are you not skulking? He skulks off. He definitely skulks. He don't bloody skulk. Who's this fucking edgy rat Jesus. <laughs> Such an edgelord. <laughs> I only go my own way. <laughs> Is there uh, anywhere specific she asked you to tend? Is that why your your wonderful, picturesque, quaint village is situated here, perhaps? Or are you free to roam the forests? Do you go beyond it? Or is it just this area? You know, like, how broad a field is your not allowed to leave border, if you get my meaning? It's about, I don't know, a mile or two, we think. Interesting. There's there's an area that we, we, we keep tended that, you know, she tells us, you know, we've got to make sure that this plant stays alive. Could you show us, perhaps, the plant that she's asked you to keep alive? I mean, it's... I'd be very interested, and I'm sure other people, like my friend, might be interested too. Roll me a persuasion check. I will roll that. <laughs> Help! <laughs> I'm eating. That has to be helping. <laughs> <laughs> Still being sad in a corner. <laughs> That's helpful. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a uh, 19, actually. That's 19. With a plus of zero. Yeah. Oh, what was the... Oh. Uh, I can do a, a flash of genius, which will add a four to that. Minus. Oh, genius. Is that a D4 or just a plus four? Just a plus four. Yeah, it's a um, modifier, What it? was the exact question, sorry? I don't remember. You were, you were asking whether you could go to see the uh, the plant <laughs> yeah. that and... If, yeah, the one that the mother has specifically asked to keep alive. Yes, I would be very interested to see these plants. All right, well, I can't take you straight to it, but if the mother decides that you're worthy, then you'll be able to get to it if I just point you in the right direction. Out. <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> How does she let you know that they're worthy? If you don't mind me asking, please, thank you. <clears throat> um, I mean, nobody's really been worthy so far. So, um, she lets us know because if they're worthy, I suppose they'll be coming back. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm not sure that I'm particularly interested enough in a a little allotment to go and potentially not come back. Well, do you have any dandelions? Maybe we should ask first. <laughs> um, all right, I suppose. Um, they kind of, they, they, they rustle through a salad and they find a dandelion <laughs> head. 
What makes someone worthy? Um, I mean, I don't know. As I, as I say, you know, like, the only ones that we know to be worthy are us, and, you know, that's because we tend to the plant. And you never, have never left. Ever. No. no. Slippery Jack pushes, it, pushes his luck and goes a bit further out, but... Would you let me assist you tending to the plant for today? We can try, but, you know, if Mother decides not, then I'm afraid I'm not going to be much help to you. I understand. I just believe it would be better to go with the intention of helping the plants. Right. If you don't mind my asking, what what happened to your voice? Nothing happened to it. It is a synthesized voice. Could you... Actually, hang on. I'm gonna... Yeah. Roll an intelligence check for the rat. (laughs) Oh, right. Synthesized. That was a 16. They, uh... They look like they they kind of understand what that that means. (laughs) Well... All right. Well, if 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 you like, then um, we can we can take you there. We've actually already tended to the plant this this well today, so um, it will, we won't be sent out till the morning. If you're all right to stay over, well, I do not mind staying. Right. It's it's nice to get company. You know, we we don't get a lot here, and you know, we don't often, well, we don't ever get anyone like us. So there's no other tribes of uh, of your people around. I mean, we we don't leave the we don't leave the you know space that we got. We we don't leave the the bounds of Dryad Saddle. So, what about you, Slippery? You ever seen hmm. any of your folk out there when you're not skulking? That's a terrible thing, Dan. <laughs> Mind your own business. I am. Oh, right. No. <laughs> No. Okay. <laughs> um, have you said any? Have, have you said any like me? <clears throat> Please, thank you. Uh, yeah, we've seen lots like you. Uh, that don't eat brains. Oh, no, not so much. Okay. <laughs> Fair. You're drooling again, Hera. <laughs> uh, <sorry. laughs> <clears throat> what was uh, Miriam going to say? Um, were you were you like like little rats before you were big rats? Little rats? No. Are you are you saying that you grew from a rat? Yeah. Oh. I'm just a big rat. Well, don't be so hard on yourself. 
Why is that a bad thing? It's not a bad thing. You know, just... Don't have to call yourself something that you're not. But I am genuinely. I don't understand. I think Marine is so confused about who these people are, how they function, and what is going on that they're just. They might be reaching a point of just just, just walking away a little bit, just like totally out of their mind. Don't understand anything that they're experiencing at the moment. It's 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 not like walking off in a huff. It's more of a. Um, I'm so confused I can't be here because it, none of it makes sense. Won't go find a tree. Okay. I'll try climbing a tree. I'll climb a tree. Elder, they're climbing a tree. Definitely climbing a tree. Yes. Is that. Constrain no. more of that emotional support. Maybe go stay in the tree with them. What? Why? Why? Why should I have to? I, I, I did it. I, I've done it. It's someone else's turn. I, I'm stuck. Oh, out. oh <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so Jones will go over. I'll go over to the tree, and I'm probably sat at your eye height. <laughs> I'm super high up, all seven feet. You seem distressed. But great. Why didn't think there was anyone else like me? Another role like me, and and they, they aren't big rats. They're they're people who who are like rats. And and last time I saw people who are like rats, they were mean and wanted me to join their gang. And I said no, and then they tried to kill me. So I don't know. I think you were right not to join the dead rats. I did not like them. Yeah, they're mean. And just because these rats seem like you doesn't mean they came from the same place. Or maybe their ancestors came from the same place. Maybe they look like me. And sound a bit like me. But they're nothing like me at all. Perhaps. Are there people like you? Not that I have met. That's sad. I don't mind. I really wanted to find people like me, but now that I have, I wish I hadn't. found people physically like me, but I have found friends, people that think like me. Yeah. What does synthesis synthesize? Yep. What does that mean? 
it means created artificially by, in this case, by mechanical means. Are you a robot person? In a sense, part of me is. Okay. We'll just sit there. I am an experienced investigator. Normally, I would charge for my services, but if you wish to work out where you came from and how I could help. No, I know where I came from. I thought there might be other people like me, but so far I've not found them. Maybe I don't need to find them. Thank you. I will find, like you said, people who think like I do. I hope so. Uh, Eldith. I, uh, I know that you said you don't have any interest in putting yourself in harm's way for a plant. May I just bring you into, um, a, you know, uh, if you maybe if I move here and we form a little triangle, <laughs> just so, so if you're not speaking to like the rap populace, just form a bit of a trust triangle. <laughs> I don't know. Is this, uh, is, this, uh, is this a huddle like 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 friends do? Um, what our friend? Yeah, I'm joking. Yes, I have many. The, the girls at school would do this and whisper, and it always looked terribly oh, exciting. This is quite fun. Yes, it yes. sounds more focused on the excluding others part of it than focusing oh, on the people within. Voice <laughs> in the skies. Yes, that was the impression I always got. <laughs> I, just, um, I know you said that you didn't want to risk yourself, obviously, and I completely um, understand that. Now, uh, if we are to face a threat, however, uh, your serve your your abilities would would be invaluable. Now, I wouldn't ever deem at um, attempting to purchase your help for someone of your value. I'd never be able to afford. But perhaps if I could maybe. Pay for, uh, will you come with us? It's important to myself and Hera that we in, uh, inspect this oh, plot. And, you, you didn't say yeah. that bit. It, I just oh, thought yeah, yeah. if you just want danger, we're in the Neverwinter Woods. It seems a little daft to go find extra danger to look at a carrot. But if it's something that actually matters to you, you didn't say that bit. Why does this particular cabbage mean so much? Well, that would be, uh, Hera, would you like to? As much as you would like, of course. Uh, well, the, uh, the mother might be my, might be my patron. Uh, You're an artist? Uh, <laughs> it's mediocre. <laughs> <laughs> sort of. Uh... <laughs> She said to come here, uh, to come find her, and uh, she's the grave mother, and she likes plants, and <clears throat> obviously is plants and a mother, so 
<clears throat> to find out if it's actually my grave mother is important. And and she talks through dandelions. Alright, there's two. And this is a mother who tells you to do things and you want to do them. Yes. Then I'm happy to help. Of course, I don't understand, but absolutely. So is it music? Is it music you do or oil paintings or? Um, it's more like, like the magic. Fascinating. Mm. I, performance art is, hasn't quite caught on in Silvery Moon, but uh, you'll have to show me. And apparently I, I used to have a beautiful singing voice. Oh, lovely. Apparently. That's what she said. Well, you, How nice. You cannot harmonise with yourself, obviously. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> yes, absolutely. We will go and find these, these cauliflowers and your mother, and she can pay you for the commission, and... Absolutely. I'll be happy to support in whatever way I can. Like I say, my parents are desperately awaiting my arrival, but I can spare some time for such a good uh, cause as this. Looking at Rex, Hera's like, uh, we appreciate your help. Oh, yeah. right. mm. Mm. Thank you. Your, what, what do I'm sorry. friends do? Friends, this yes, absolutely. Have we all dumped charisma? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> I have a charisma of nine. Oh, mine's eight. Yeah, okay. Very <laughs> <laughs> awkward beans. This was amazing, Hera. This is exactly what friends do. I appreciate it infinitely, Elbeth. Thank you very much. I feel like uh, protagonist was on, on board. He's just talking to Marine over there, but I'm a bit worried about Marine. I mean, they appear to be a little, you know, astray, adrift, a boat without an anchor or sails. Oh, don't get the religion. <laughs> don't, they don't look like a boat. No, that's it's imagery. Oh. Imagination. They're not adrift, they're up a tree. Mm, yeah, that's, that's not, oh, oh gosh. I was never very good as a as a sermon person, um, no. but you, my point, you understand, I'm a bit worried, and I wouldn't want them to be off on their own looking in the woods here. Well, they have their rats, of course, but we saw how <laughs> I got I got breathed on again by gas. It's happened to me multiple times in the last few months, uh, and I'm, I'm I'm worried, and I'm a bit concerned that if we go to sleep, me wake wake up in marine. Uh, was it uh, Ginger Dan? Was it Samson? I'm worried that they may they may leave. So how how maybe we should get protagonists over here as well? Well, why don't we just? It's a dangerous wood anyway. We should stay awake in turns to make sure that when I was traveling through here on my own, I stayed awake in turns to make sure that there was always someone on watch. I am I'm very good at spotting things, and Marine is like a. A ghost ninja. Uh, you blink and they're gone. I am very concerned that we would not be able to keep watch if Marine was to slip well, away. We are talking about them, not to them. True. And they seem like they like us and quite a reasonable sort of person. Well, when they're not all over my mask. <laughs> we could 
talk to them and explain that we're concerned for them and ask them not to sneak off in the night. And if they do, that's sort of their own choice because I think they're grown up. I feel like that was you volunteering for that. Let's no, no, talk no. to them. <laughs> Up you get. Hello, Aldith. I feel like now is the best time for this. Nobody, nobody else actually wants me to do this, do they? Rex oh. is just having his little his little joke. R- raise your hands. Hera, Hera. Uh, well, well, if it doesn't help that I don't actually need to sleep. Uh, I can... Ugh. But uh, that frightens people sometimes. If, you know, standing there and staring, sometimes drool happens. It can frighten some. Uh. Shall we try to- talking? And if it goes awry, then I-, I tend to babble a little bit too much, and I feel Marine may just so completely tune me out. I will try compassionate words. Oh, that warms my heart to hear. You're doing really well so far. Let's go. Praise oh, twice in ten minutes. My goodness. Um, I will head on over to Murine, and again, just probably making direct eye contact with them if. You know, they're still sitting on that branch very high off the ground. If if this lines up with the end of our conversation, then I think Jones is probably still there. It was my hope that everyone was going to be in the area. So I I follow along. Hera, do you follow? Yeah. Perfect. Helping. We approach the tree. (laughs) Um, Mirin, the good priest here is concerned that you aren't maybe happy and calm? No, no, um... Mr. Jones was very helpful. Good, then then that's fine. They have a key influence on people. (laughs) It's just watching the tentacles. (laughs) Just worried as, as well, Marine, that this is a very dangerous place. And although you haven't known us long, I do I do wish to see you safe wherever you do end up. And I wouldn't want you to wake up and for you and your friends to have be gone and get into trouble. Why would, he, why would we go anywhere? Well, I, I, don't, I don't know your intent now or, or before, really. <laughs> oh, or right now. I think, I think you're right. You do babble, my word. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, you, I, haven't heard an, you haven't heard it yet, trust me. You wait okay. until I sleep. I talk to oh, you. Gosh, that must be very inspiring. Um, I, I think it's clear to say that, Maureen, darling, you are free to go mm-hmm. wherever you so choose. None of us are going to actually stop you. You are your own person and can travel where you will. We are just anxious to make sure that you know that we quite like you and would like you to stay alive and safe and we think your best chance of doing so is if you stay with us yeah good and if something happens in the middle of the night to scare you or make you sad you could wake us up and we could talk about it and help rather than you just running away without us. Yeah. 
That was incredible. Father said I'd never be a good diplomat. Well, this one does. Hey! We'll see what the mother thinks, and then I'll have a full set. <laughs> He's just confused. I don't understand why this is a big deal. Um, yep. Are we... We're staying here, then. I mean, I'm a little tired after that fight. I get a little cross when things jump out at me from bushes, and then it's very tiring. Should, should I take first watch, then? What? I don't have to sleep. I can watch over you and your uh, smaller friends. Oh, yeah, do not sleep. Oh. You'll have company, finally, Hera. Okay. I might frighten you, I'm sorry. <clears throat> well, I'll, 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 I'll join in on a watch for a bit, too. Okay. Well, I'm going to go to sleep. Oh, I'm, I'm definitely out. Oh, oh, my lungs are still burning. <laughs> um, at this, Eldith will pull out from her backpack the fanciest feather duvet you have ever seen that she proceeds to like sweep the ground of any spare leaves or twigs and then lay out and then wrap over herself seeing seeing you do this um uh it's purple it must okay. be filthy if you sleep on the ground with it i have pressed a digitation as my only spell never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um seeing you do this um ochre just um kind of get up and you can see that the um, the rat folks seem to have kind of finished up dinner now and uh are starting to kind of put put their various crockery and cutlery away such as it is um sees you kind of laying it out and, and kind of comes over oh I mean, we were we were going to let you sleep in in one of our uh, houses. You don't have to sleep on the ground. That's terribly kind, but I am sort of four times your height. Oh no, that's all right. I mean, we've got a a, a larger one. It's, I mean, it's not, but but it's deep. That sounds a little bit like a coffin. To <laughs> be entirely honest with you. And right. You can stay in the barn. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, these outward bound expeditions are character building. Are, Roughing are, it as she are, sorts out a tassel, a golden tassel. You know, slumming it. It's it's good for the soul. Are you sure? Because, you know, we've got um, like Fieldy and, and Woody and Chestnut. They used to live in their, their place. And then, um, you know, they, they moved in with, uh, with, with honey and orange peel when, you know, they got together and then that's so they so there's there's an empty one so if i mean if anyone is it the, the the ceiling's probably a little bit low for some of you but it's probably a bit more comfortable and a bit more sheltered i'm quite enjoying the tree i mean if you want to be a squirrel then that's fine I'll, don't I'll, I'll they're already it. having identity crisis stop it <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Rex will need somewhere comfortable to sleep because he's old. <laughs> uh, not old, just got serious back problems. You're old. <laughs> you need you, comfort. Rex is like 25, right? Yeah. 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 What? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were like 60 odd. No, no. He, Rex, he appears as a as an old man. His, his body and his voice and everything. He's decrepit. He's, he's <laughs> decrepit, but he is, he is a sprightly young orc. Oh, I want to find this out in character so I can ask all the questions. Okay. 
I mean, so so we we don't do too much in in the way of soft furnishings, but you know we do have like it's it's I mean squidgy that what we have, but what we tend to do is we tend to just sleep in cuddle piles. I'm in. <laughs> Right. <laughs> <laughs> Although I do tend to talk in my sleep occasionally, I have been known to mutter a few words here and there and never stop until I wake up. But that's okay. We just we figured that you'd all want to sleep in a cuddle pile, so you know you can have you can just sit in the uh, in that in, oh, in Fieldy's old place. I thought you were offering me to come into your cuddle pile. <laughs> no. Wow, that's forward. <laughs> Presumptuous, yeah, a little bit. <clears throat> uh, I'll form my own solo puddle puddle. Thank you. Can you direct me where to go? <laughs> if if you wanted to. Wow. I mean, I mean, if you're offering, it's warm and squidgy, so. <laughs> All right. So this is happening. Wow. <laughs> I, I'm not used to being alone. <laughs> You do know that rats piss all over each other in cuddle piles, right? Uh, you thing. know that I do too. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be seeing you for prestidigitation in the morning, Elder. <laughs> oh, will you? I hope so. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Marine is consistently covered in rat piss because they have a swarm of rats. Yes. <laughs> I cleaned you. We had a we had a massage and pamper session not very long ago. First time in the three years that Marine is old. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> so, um, you are shown to kind of the, the, the dwelling that you have been offered. Um, you're welcome, obviously, to sleep outside it. Um, it. The ceilings are about five foot, so the taller among you would have to stoop, but you could still occupy the space. It's not like it's a... Uh, it, it, it's not a hobbit house. It's, you know... Or what you are room. describing is, is a hobbit house. Five foot tall ceilings is about right. <laughs> um, and uh, should... Rex want to join Oka. Oka has gone over to um, to Fairy, and um, they apparently just kind of share a little space with uh, with Slippery Jack as well. Slippery Jack's not so happy with it, but uh, Fairy seems okay with you joining them if you so wish. I mean, Rex is all about just doing new things, learning new things, and doing new things. So yeah, I mean, if they're really if, seems fine. <laughs> really, his his passive insight is nineteen. So if he got any uncomfortability from them, he obviously no. But uh, if the if they're genuine, genuinely offering, you know, it was his honest mistake. He thought they were offering. So if they're generally like offering, then yeah, he'd definitely go and go and sleep in a in an occupied space with others. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's the whole village is quite kind of compact anyway. So yeah. you're, you're not far away from um, your your friends, should you wish to, um, <laughs> to, to be close to them. Um, uh, yeah, so you're, you are welcomed into that, um, uh, that space and, um, roll me, roll me a perception check. Okay. I do touch, have a touch is a percept, percept. One percept with your hands. Um, 24. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Soft, very kind of plush. It's nice. Well, this is quite lovely. Thank you very much. Um, Grant, what are the rest of you going to do? Um, if if any of you wish to have conversations overnight, I'm happy for you to kind of sort out watches, or we can um, skip to the morning. What you wish. 
I'm gonna... Are any of the many of the townsfolk keeping watch? Are they all sleeping? Um, they seem to have a lot of faith in um, the mother that um, that she will keep them safe. So um, there's a couple of them um, that kind of are guards. Um, Essentially, in kind of role only, if not necessarily um, being as good at it as you would perhaps hope. Um, Crimson and Snowy are the two kind of who, who kind of take turns and keep watch. Uh, but even they seem to leave quite large gaps between um, watches. Right. And Slippery Jack, obviously, but Slippery Jack's more of a kind of scout. Um, well, yeah, if any of them, if, if Slippery Jack's on watch at any point, I would want to go and talk to him and ask him some questions. Mm -hmm. That would probably be, um, in the morning, Slippery Jack will kind of uh, slip out of the, uh, the cuddle pile and, um, okay. uh, yeah, get dressed and go out and we'll try to get away stealthily. Right. But, um, uh, well, yeah, Romy... Well, I was going to say I want to roll a perception check as well, just to have a look around the village. Uh huh. Roll me a perception check. Oh, that's not great. Mm, 14. 14. Okay. Oh, wait. I can do a thing. Mm. <laughs> I can do a thing. Using your um, flash of genius. So actually, I've got a flash of genius. And then also... Yeah, you got the other one for yourself. I've got Built for, built for Success, which allows me to add a D4. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I get four on top, so 16. Uh, so it's a dirty 20 plus... Yeah, it's 21. 21, okay. Um, yeah, you're fairly confident that... I mean, I'm, I'm going to roll it. Um, nope, that one. <laughs> um, yeah, as Slippery Jack is trying to kind of sneak out of the house, um, oh! doesn't doesn't account for um, yeah Rex's armor or leg kind of protruding and just completely face plants and comes out of the uh, of the house grumbling. Um, I'm going to say that that probably happen that that'll be in the morning. It, um, Rebecca, did LD want to have any conversations with anyone overnight? Um, Aldith isn't the chatty BFF type. She will <laughs> clear the space underneath the... Probably, she will be underneath the tree that Maureen is in, just mm -hmm. because it's somewhere to put her back against, not for any affectionate reasons, of course. Um, puff up her duvet, and then probably press to digitate a pebble so it glows like a little nightlight, glows like faint lilac for an hour, and then she'll also use the bit of press digitation that can warm something, and she will, um, she has a little cloak, like a little cape, she'll take it off, wrap it up, and then warm it so it's like a hot water bottle, mm. and go to sleep hugging it. Um, that's amazing. You now that's that her. Scarlet. I realised that um, Hera was past a dandelion head earlier, and uh, we never did anything with it. So, did you want to try and talk to Great Mother through the dandelion? Yes, please. Okay, let's have that conversation. Um, uh, hello. 
Hera? Hello. Um, Lovely to hear from you, my dear. How how have you been, my flower? Uh, I, I did as you asked. Um, we're I think we're close by with uh, the very adorable village that you look after. Is that correct? Well, what has brought you there, my sweet? Uh, uh, we came across it and uh, on our way to you. Um, and they mentioned you. Um, they want to take us to a garden to see or to speak to you. Um, I wanted to know if that was okay. Uh, can we do that? Do you mind? You need to not meddle in the things that I'm working on, my dear. Oh. Ah. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm sorry if it was a bad thing. Ah. Uh, Do you trust me, Hera? Ah. Uh, of course, Mother. Ah, <clears throat> uh, it was our plan to go to the garden, but if you forbid it, then... I won't let anyone go, if that's your wishes. Just make sure you don't break anything. Okay. Do you mind if others go, or, or just me? How would you prefer this? It depends, Hera. Do you mind them accepting my gifts? Uh, uh, I might have to ask them if they want that. Of course. Consent. <laughs> it's important. Um, but I will follow your wishes. <clears throat> Whatever they are. <clears throat> I would advise that maybe you don't look into the garden, my dear. Okay. Okay. Um, another thing. We kind of came across a very beautiful snapdragon. Um, was that yours? <clears throat> that was mine. Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry I may have broke it. I'm really sorry. I got spooked and, uh, uh... I'm aware uh, that you were there. Oh. I tried to, uh, stop you from being able to, uh, damage it, but unfortunately your friends seem to have finished it off. I'm very sorry. I wondered if you'd know why you, uh, weren't able to touch it with... The weapons that I provided you with. Okay. And again, I'm very, very sorry. My my memory hasn't fully returned. I felt it after. Ah, uh, but it was after the fact. I'm very sorry. Please don't disappoint me the way that your sister did. Not brilliant. Uh, may I ask 
who my sister is or was. May I ask that? Is that okay? You don't feel a response. You feel oh. the uh, presence has left. Oh, I love you, bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's, yeah, that's information. Hey. Um, would you like to speak to anyone about that at this point, or...? Uh, well, Rex is in the puddle. Uh, he's <laughs> probably enjoying himself. Being all friendly and cuddly, so... <clears throat> I'll wait until the morning. <clears throat> okay. Um, so, in the morning, as aforementioned, um, Slippery Jack... Um, Sorry, can I just quickly ask? Uh, yes, yes. Scarlet, um... Was any of that out loud? How, how would you... How would that have looked to protagonists? Oh, like someone um, crying through their face hole. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and face holes. There's more. Oh, <laughs> Probably off in a corner just like that. <laughs> Speaking to the dandelion. Right, okay. I'll give you an insight check. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Thing that's uh, an 18. So I think I've I think I would have worked out even without the inside check that you're speaking to your mother. You've heard you mention your mother and about dandelions. Um, and so yeah, with an 18 on insight, what would I have worked out? I guess, Scarlett, can I have a um performance check just to uh, determine how composed you managed to stay during that. Um, I will say as well, for roleplay purposes, if you think that Hera would not have done well, you may impose disadvantage on yourself. Or you can roll flat and let the dice decide. Oh, that's disadvantage for sure. That's a 12. You, you get pretty much, I think, I'd say the, the gist of that conversation. Hera's not um, disguising her body language as well as maybe she might have liked. But uh, you'd also be able to tell that um, she's deliberately not kind of raising that, even though you're both kind of on watch. Yeah. Cool. I will just let it sit, but I'm aware that something intense happened. <laughs> And in the morning, Slippery Jack falls over. Stupid bloody priest. So has he fallen over, like, inside the little hut, inside the tree? Yeah, at one Yeah, like, each of the trees has, like, a little carved, kind of carved out window. Right. Oblong. And you just, you you see this rat head just kind of stand up at one point. And then, (laughs) and then appears at the door, just... Stupid, really. So by the time by the time he appears at the door, Jones has just stood right next to the door. <laughs> Good morning, Is it? I don't know yet. It is just a nicety. I was hoping you might be able to answer some questions about the area for me. Mm. I, All right, but you've got to come with me on my patrols. Okay. 
right? Follow me. Try to keep up. They're not going particularly fast. They've got um, uh, the same speed as Marine. Um, um, I mean, I've got a, a Jones has a speed of 40 feet, so. I think then you probably, yeah, keep keeping up. So, yeah. But on the ground, I didn't like, not climbing trees. They, they considerately stay at kind of ground level with you. I was wondering how much you know about the large stone structures around the forest. Well, they seem to be being built by them. Can we use the Z word? Is that, um, is that you know, inconsiderate? <laughs> I think it's okay. Right. Zombies are making those things. Are they in service to the mother also? Um, give me an insight check. Mm, 18 again. Um, you asked that question and you noticed that Slippery Jack's kind of posture stiffens um it's like he knows something but that he knows that if he says it it's going to upset people like to does Jack have anything on him like like uh does he have anything on him that is kind of small trinkety that looks like it might be important to him um he doesn't appear to be the sentimental type um he does wear the eye patch that um seems to be kind of his um you know signature item but um, he, he doesn't. He doesn't have like any trinkets that he's he's kept okay. for uh, sentimental reasons. All right. I realise that wasn't a helpful answer, but no, no, it's the sort of character that would. That's, that's cool. Um, what what are you fishing for? And maybe we can. I was trying. I've, I've just got a, a skill that I want to use at some point. I was. I thought I could hear, but it's not going to work. Um, and I've got one. No, 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 no. Steal his eye patch. Come mm. on. <laughs> See if he notices. <laughs> and I mean that is an option, but it depends whether it's covering a functional eye or not. Mm. Because if it is if it is covering a functional eye, he'll read no immediately. <laughs> um, stealing stealing a piracy's eye patch was more invasive than I wanted to go for. He does uh, carry weapons, um, like like I said, not sentimental items, but functional ones. So he would have daggers. He would have 
Um, yeah, so they have like a tool, to some some sort of tool that mm -hmm. looks like he would be using it all of the time. Yes, I would. I would say that there would be um, probably um, navigational kind of tools. Um, not, I'm not talking like yes. a really sophisticated compass, but stuff that but helps yeah, even him like, get a, the like world. yeah, some sort of like basic compass thing. Mm -hmm. yep. uh, yeah. Okay. So I would like to try and subtly steal that. Absolutely fine. Roll me a sleight of hand check. Ah. Oh, Talked <laughs> such big game, and then the dice say nothing. All that build up, all of it. So it's a ten because they're all the one. Ten. Um, Slippery Jack's passive perception is fifteen, though, so, and also a, a one is a one. Um, so yeah, um, were you trying to use your mage hand or a ten? Was a tentacle? No, it? Uh, no, it's not a tentacle. Um, it's it's a thing from a feet or something. Oh no, no, it's one of my using your feet. One of my artificers infusions is replicating gloves of thievery. So what actually happens is um, while while sort of walking next to him, sleeve or the arm tentacle arm uh, comes up and out of the sleeve like a little kind of metal like arm strut kind of thing comes out and tries to like grab at his uh his little compass on his hanging off his belt or something i guess and I'm just imagining pause like, at him ineffectually just what are you <laughs> I'm thinking of one yeah, of those, it's like, like one of them but it's not it's not a dropper one it's more of a it's more of a reaches out and grabs one of those things you used to like pick litter up off the floor yeah it's still yeah yeah, yeah. Like, grammar grabber on an arm <laughs> what are you it's like an old person grabber <laughs> What's what? What are you doing? I was. I'm not very good at persuading people, so I was going to. I was attempting to find some leverage. <laughs> you should tell me what you know. I can tell you know something. I should tell the person who just tried to steal my compass. Look. So at that point, clearly blackmail's more useful than talking. <laughs> at that point, mm -hmm. Jones will grab it and run in front of him and lean down, and the the water around uh, the octopus head um, will turn red um, and start like it looks like it's boiling. Mm -hmm. And the synthesized voice has like a really horrific kind of screech to it. Yes, you should tell me now. <laughs> As I try to intimidate him. I will allow an intimidation roll. Look at it. This is a 15. <laughs> 15, okay. Which I'm going to use my two, my two things again. Oh my uh, God. So that's 19 and a 23. Colin. Could offer to help or support him, but no. What you did was f try to nick his shit, and now you're trying to scare him. Well, you'll be glad to know. Jones that I uses the tools that he has. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be glad to know that I rolled a natural one. So, um, uh, I would say, don't worry about ticking off your uh, your additional things. Your, uh, oh, your okay. fifteen was enough. Um, Thank you. 
What are you going to do about it? If I tell you, what are you going to do? I don't know. At the moment, I am just looking for information. If there is something you need help with, perhaps you could ask. Look. I don't know nothing that connects to the to the mother. What I does know is the zombies are building them obelisks. And each of those zombies is covered in vines. And that is where we're going to take our break. Oh no. So Oh no. <laughs> as those of you who um have watched the previous episode will know, or anything DM'd by me, I like to set puzzles. And the puzzles <laughs> that I'm doing at the moment are, um, uh, I'm going to give you a scrambled up nine letter word. If you can find the word that I originally intended or any other nine letter word, because you know, I'm not a monster. Um, <laughs> I will give you bonuses in the shape of a large inspiration die that you may roll. Um, for, for anything for the whole party, but only one between you. Um, your letters this uh, this week are D, E, E, F, I, I, P, R, T. That is D, E, E, F, I, I, P, R, T. I mean, I feel like You've got it already, but uh, I'm not going to give the answer just yet because that is what we will do when we return from our is break. It, is that two E's after the D? Uh, two, yeah. yes, two E's, two I's. D, oh. two E's, F, two I's, P, R, T. Cool. We will see you in five or 10 minutes after the break. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Seeds of Defiance, episode two, part two, after the break. <coughs> you know that because you've been watching, presumably. I don't Most know. Most film title ever. <laughs> <laughs> One day you'll learn how to jump back into a game in a way that doesn't sound like you're falling off of a bouncy castle. Um, I liked it. Uh, good. More of, more of this. Um, before we um, left on the horrible cliffhangers for multiple conversations um we i set a uh, scrambled up nine letter word and i'm aware that um we've got uh uh well someone has figured it out um and we've also got a six and uh, uh any other advances uh, anyone else want to a seven seven fantastic right well uh gee i'm aware that you had your six uh, yeah. what was your six pitied pitied lovely yep definitely and uh, Johnny, you're seven. Riptide. Ooh. Perfect. I'm suddenly feeling like Jimmy Carr, but I'm, I'm not going to <laughs> attempt any Jimmy Don't do that. jokes. Pay your taxes. I do. Um, cool. It's tragic and... that our cultural touchstone, the countdown, is now Jimmy Carr. 
Oh, yeah, instead of Richard, Richard Whiteley. Bigley? Okay. <laughs> Whiteley. Whiteley. Richard Whiteley. Don't mean, don't mean Richard. <laughs> I feel well, like we're getting off topic. Out of context, um, people will not know what the hell we're talking about. I'm not sure I know what we're talking about anymore. Random Much frantic Googling. Yeah. Um, Rebecca, uh, you gave us, well, you, you know what the uh, the nine letter is. What, what did you find? I think Johnny got it too. Um, I hope I'm wrong because it doesn't bode well. I think it is petrified. Petrified is indeed the word that I had. And um, if there are any other nine-letter words, chat, please do let us know. Um, I have not done my homework on this one. I, I've just scrambled. I haven't. I haven't done all of the uh, the possible permutations because you know I have a job and uh, stuff. Anyway, <laughs> if it helps, I got, I got stuck on prettified and then thought that was spelled differently. I did enjoy. Uh, what was the chat said from last week? Um, uh, I'll rage, rage something. Danger Mum, I think, was something like that. Danger Mum may have been one of them. <laughs> Ragening, I think, was one. Um, um, yes, so I look forward to finding out what fun words you come up with this time. Um, before the break, um, I'm not going to go into to, to too much detail because um, a lot of it was kind of exposition of um, various things and various conversations that were being had in the Ratfolk village, but some of the key points. Um, you know that the rat folk are under the protection of a figure called the Mother, who speaks to them via the expedient of dandelions. Uh, much in a similar way to, to Mother that uh, one of your number, in fact, has. Um, Maureen is um, suffering slightly from the uh, exodus, exodus, exodus... Maureen's got sads. Um, Existential. Got <laughs> What's the Victoria? You, you, you've got the morbs over the the fact that you're not. It's, it's an old Victorian word the that morbs? needs to come back. The morbs, yes, you've got the morbs. You're depressed uh, about the fact that they uh, are not perhaps the only one of their kind, but then they might also be the only one of their kind because yeah. they don't seem to have been born in the same way. So uh, it's a, it's a strange time for all. Mm. Um, and uh, Rex went and had a, a lovely cuddle pile moment with the village elder and the uh, the village healer and the village rogue um every village needs a rogue <laughs> they do um hera had a lovely um call, phone call with uh, with grave mother um in which they were told to stop doing everything that they were doing um and I mean, it sounds like every call with my mother i've and protagonist Jones um, has decided to threaten said rogue uh, into telling them everything that they know, um, which uh, may well, well lean you in other directions. Who knows? We'll find I, out. I just love the protagonist Jones has this dark streak that none of us have seen yet. <laughs> um, so yeah, protagonist, we pick up. Um, you are currently, um, presumably, threatening Slippery Jack at, against a tree at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, yeah, he's just said that the zombies are covered in vines. Yes, <laughs> zombies uh, appear to be covered in vines, which Slippery Jack finds suspicious. I will stand back in the water, I'll return back to just a normal, a normal magical ball of water around an octopus head. Um, yeah, that's good. 
that does seem like it would be connected with the mother. I mean, it's coincidental. I haven't been able to find anything to prove it yet, and as such, I've not told anyone in the village, and I'd appreciate it if you didn't tell them that I told you. I will not tell anyone. What are you going to do? Any other planned creatures around the forest? Yeah, loads. That's the way that the mother protects us. You know, she sends her creatures out, and if anyone, you know, disturbs them or comes too close to 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 dried saddle, dried saddle, then they um, usually see him off. But uh, well, it was. I think it must have been careless to have uh, taken you all on at once, rather than one by one, as they usually do. Yes, we we were able to survive because we worked together. Does the mother speak to you directly? Sometimes. What is it like? like being talked down to. Would you like to leave the forest? I don't think we can. Do you mean you are physically unable or do you mean the mother will stop you? I don't know whether we would survive outside of Mother's garden. You seem like very capable people, more capable than many outside Mother's garden. We also don't have particularly long lifespans. Oker isn't the first village elder. How old is Oker? Oker? Oker is six. Oker is already getting on. That is relatively short, but it does not mean you could not thrive out elsewhere. Well, we'll see. Mother has told us that uh, we're not to leave. It feels like she should know. Chris, your hand was up. They're a close community of 20 people, of 20 rat people, and their lifespans are nearing six years. And they are interrelating. That is a deeply, deeply concerning setup. I know rats aren't brilliant at this, I'm just saying. Okay. This is just a single thread in Sean's tapestry. 
rat incest. Sorry, G, what, what was your loss? Um, what was it? Okay. Why would the mother be the one to know? I mean, she brought us here. She, you know, raised the first of us. It might be a matter of opinion, but you did not ask to be created. You do not owe your creator anything. Starting to sound like Meadow. Perhaps she sounds like me. She's just going through an angsty phase. <laughs> Wouldn't you? <laughs> also, how long's the angsty phase? Two weeks? <laughs> Couple of months. <laughs> I believe if you wish to leave and explore outside this forest, you should be allowed to. Maybe I'll give it a try. Um, what you've been doing at the moment is just kind of a fairly large circle around the outskirts of the village. Um, you seem to have kind of started heading out and then, um, turned and, and um, headed northwards um, doing this kind of circle. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've kind of continued walking, um, you start to pass um, the edge of an area which um, you start to notice a number of large um, stone figures. Um, some of them um, look quite um abstract uh, their features quite kind of swollen and um l- larger than life but like exaggerated um statues of kind of snakes um uh, some humanoid ones as well um, they vary in sizes um there's some of the humanoids are kind of giant sized um others more kind of medium humanoids um some armed with a variety of weaponry, others unarmed, some are nude. Um, would Jones have ever been to Waterdeep? Um, yeah, I think probably at some point. Uh, then you would be um, familiar with the statues of Waterdeep. Mm-hmm. And um, some of them are reminiscent, um, but the scale is not as, not as gargantuan as the ones yeah. in Waterdeep. Wow. Best mistake I ever made in game. <laughs> uh, Jones will take out his little notebook and he'll make. I mean, he's been sort of constantly making notes about stuff since arriving in the town, um, village. Um, but yeah, we'll make some notes about some of these. And I think we'll go over and have a closer look. Um, I wouldn't go too close. Why not? If Mother decides that you are not welcome, they'll be the ones to stop you. That's not good. So I'll I'll keep my distance and kind of give them a look. Gotta look out for them naked snakes. Thank you. 
I'm sorry about the way I talked to you earlier. You're bigger. It's your prerogative. So I'm just seeing all of your reactions to that. No one told me, it's just, you know, stay away from the big things in the forest. Don't want to end up. I understand that when you're dealing with creatures that want to kill you, yes, avoid the big ones, but that does not mean big things get to tell you what to do. I am not as big as I appear. I'm going to insight check that. Um. <laughs> Look, some people aren't as big as other people, and that's okay. We don't... <laughs> okay. uh, could... <laughs> Are you trying to disguise um, a, fi- a facet of yourself in that say- statement? Yes, I mean, I'm, I am trying to cover up my sort of true nature, I guess. Mm-hmm. Please roll me a deception. Check. Oh, that's a nat 20. Boom. Well, I rolled a 19, so um, your nature is undiscovered for the time being. Um, yeah, they, they don't really get what you mean, but kind of take it on board. I shouldn't be telling you about other people's business, but people have tried to leave before, and it's not gone well for him. Ah, Fieldy's partner. You know, before they were with Honey, uh, they they died. Looks, looks at his notebook. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all just looked at our notebooks, didn't we? <laughs> Their name was Oyster. Were they killed by these stone creatures? No, no, no. No, no, no. They, they were, they were out gathering, and they, they was, they was killed by something. You know, we only ever found a body. But were they trying to leave the village? They were further out than they should have been. But then they were also gathering food, so, you know, we'll never know, really. So you do not know if they were killed by the mother or someone else? They shrug in a non-committal way. They, they have their distrust for the mother, but don't want to go so far as to believe it would be active, you know, that she would actively be killing them off. I can understand why you have doubts. Right, well, 
there's no reason for us to be this close to these for, uh, for you know, if we don't need to. So shall we uh, continue the loop back round to the village? Yes. Thank you. And uh, as that has happened, um, so the rest of you have kind of um, gotten up in the morning. Uh, are there any other conversations that you wish to have? Hera, do you have some troubling things to share with your friend? Good morning, everybody. Yes, Hera's going to get right in his face. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Sorry. Yeah, where, where are you? I'm just joking. <laughs> Your eyesight that bad already? No, <clears throat> I need to, I need to speak to you, please. I'm a bit confused about already, but go on. Yeah. <clears throat> Can Just run. Sure. <laughs> 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 like the daddy <laughs> <clears throat> Okay, what are we doing? Um, yeah, we can't go to the garden. Everyone else won't be worthy. It's bad. What do you mean bad? I'm very interested. Especially because Eldith classified it as a cabbage several times, and I'm now wondering if it is. I don't I don't think it's a cabbage unless it's a really special cabbage. It could be. It could be a special cabbage. But that's not the point. Side, 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 we'll find that one away for later. Not the point. Mother's very concerned. If we go to that garden and touch anything. What did she say exactly? Um, don't go over there and touch anything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she also, <clears throat> she also said I had, I had a sister. You? She said what? No. Sorry. I had a sister, or I had a sister, and she was what? bad. Which? Which one was it? Has or have? Very I'm big not, differences. She's very disappointing, apparently. I don't know what, what that means. Your, your mother or your, your, your well, sister? sister. Oh, oh, that's Come disappointing on. to hear. Ah, uh, well, sure, but it could have been in past tense. I'm. I understand your, your mind may have been slightly startled by the fact you have family. Uh, other than you, yes. Yeah, I mean, other than me, I'm still uh, here. Uh, you are, and you're not uh, disappointing at all. No, neither are you. Thank you. Uh, oh, and and the dragon was hers, and I might be in trouble. Oh, uh, balls. <laughs> um, I don't think you, they, sorry, the sorry. name was balls, but ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I might be in trouble because the the. Uh, well, I mean, all I did was get sprayed on by its gas. I mean, I know. the damage I know. Was, was there. <laughs> well, we can't. I'm overwhelmed. What do I do? Well, uh, it, it kind of sounds like we're in the wrong direction. If if you just talk didn't go so well, and maybe if she said don't go into the garden, then we don't go into the garden, even if it is a luscious large cabbage. Yeah, I mean, I like cabbages. Yeah, very versatile, but... Very versatile. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. What if... What if she gets upset with me again? Well, it sounds like going into the to this garden is just causing danger because let's be honest we're not the most um 
Well, we're pretty clumsy, and I imagine if our friends come with us, then something's going to get touched. Uh, maybe. <laughs> probably broken. Mm-hmm. Especially if it tries to eat us, because... I mean, hopefully it wouldn't. Well, I'm now starting to have doubts about if that cabbage is actually a cabbage. Do cabbages have teeth? It could have teeth. It could have teeth. It could be oh. look like it. It could look like a cabbage would have teeth. Oh. There's the creatures that are known to replicate other objects. It could be one of them. Oh. I think we're getting a bit off, off target. Um, okay. Did she say anything about where she wants you to go? Uh, mostly where not to go. In the telling of where not to, there's the telling of what to do. So she said not to go to the garden, so we go... Um, uh, I can ask again, or uh, ask I would, again, uh, you know, uh, point... I, 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 it's better to seek forgiveness than permission, as my old preacher would say, so I, I suggest maybe these obelisks <laughs> are, the, are the only thing in, in the area that really look like they are... Of anything of note, and if they do have undead around them, then we could kill two or three birds with one stone and investigate them. I could double check as well, and you could maybe see if they are something relating to your mother. And then you can dandelion call her there, and if she says don't go there, then we can just go somewhere else again. Okay, um, that, that's very brave. Um, <sighs> Well, it's not exactly doing what she didn't. She didn't tell you not to go there, yeah. Sure, sure, but yeah. she she said she made my powers go wonky before. Oh, so I might not be. Oh, that's why when you did the bleh to the her, it didn't work. Exactly, oh, exactly. Yeah. Nothing to do with me being a, a, a rubbish or anything. No, it I've was because never... I was bad. Well. I think naughty is what she, her, her terminology probably was more meaning. Okay. <clears throat> I don't want to upset her. Or... I mean, I would very much like to know more about this sister of yours. I mean, that sounds like a, a pretty good place to come to yeah. in your own personal journey. Oh, that would be nice. I would like you to remember her. Maybe she's up one of these towers. Okay. I mean, I, I'm just guessing. I really doubt it, but it could be. Oh, what, my sister could be a tower? She could be. Oh, oh. she could be at, at the towers. But, I mean, we're in the forest where your mother uh, exists. Yes. She obviously is, isn't here, uh-uh. and we've been told not to go there. Uh-huh. So instead of going there, we'll, we'll go here. Okay. There's logic there. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> uh, well... You know, you I have, have to sister. introduce That's so you. cool. I have to introduce you to her anyway. But like, hello, mother. This is my dad. Yeah, I mean, yes, and I imagine that conversation may be difficult for all parties involved. Does no. um, maybe um, maybe yes. Okay, okay, that's the plan. You're doing great, and you're you're keeping it together perfectly. <laughs> Oh. oh, I don't feel... Oh, that's the acorn. <laughs> I don't feel it, but okay. Your conversation skills are brilliant. Or oh, well. What you did with, uh, with Eldith last night, perfect. What? 
Oh, Otis is very fancy. <laughs> a beautiful dress. Oh, I'm using the heels. May oh. I ask to borrow them once or sometime? God. Okay. <clears throat> anyway. Off topic. Off topic again. Let's go tell them. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll leave it to you. But if you need help, just give me the look. Okay. Right. <clears throat> Hello, everybody. <laughs> Hello. Were you having this conversation in front of us? <laughs> I mean, I imagine we just went. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rex isn't a quiet speaker, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brassica you... dentata, by the way. Needed to get it out there. It's done. Wait, Brassica, what? what? It's a cabbage with teeth. Oh, oh my God. I did not know that existed. It doesn't. It does now. Just mm-hmm. playing with some Latin. Um. Eldie and Mirin, were you having any kind of conversation during this, or uh, what would your morning routine be? Um, I think Eldith would have checked to see if Mirin was still there this morning, if they had yeah. gone off in the night, <laughs> um, and then looked with extreme trepidation to see if they looked like they wanted another emotional support chat. Ooh, that's a nine on an insight. I think you probably want to have an emotional support chat to support me, but I don't really have anything I need support with, so I will... Oh, Elvis does not want to have an emotional support (laughs) chat. Have you not picked this up? I rolled a nine. Oh, Maureen (laughs) thinks. I see. I see, I see. Um, You're eight. Yes, I love camping. Did you enjoy the outdoorsiness? No. Is that because of your emotional turmoil? (laughs) No, um, I I come from a city. Oh, me too. Well, a town, but it's a very nice town. The outdoors is to look at and cut some flowers from and bring them into the house or to go and rip up tree trunks and, you know, do some violent pruning, but not for sleeping in. I just keep thinking, where are all the buildings, you know? They're very down there and rustic. Like buildings, you know. Big buildings. Hmm. No, I quite agree. It's what makes this so adventurous and rebellious, I imagine, if one was interested in those things, but it is a little disconcerting. Yeah. Well, I'm glad there is no emotional turmoil, and (laughs) if we find buildings, I will point them out to you. Okay. Would you sister? You hear in the background. I I I do have a sister. <laughs> that was strange. Um, would you like the um personal hygiene session same as yesterday or while we wait they're having some kind of strange morning ritual. Um and I don't know what an octopus needs to do to get ready in the morning, but while we're waiting Um Are you supposed not? Are you supposed to do that every day? One can. Generally, I find it aids with the making and keeping of personal acquaintances, but... um, Okay, like... You don't have to. And a personal... 
That's a friend, right? Something along those lines. Then I would like to be cleaner more often. Yes, please. If you're sure. Yeah. Great. Press digitation. Um, I think probably as long as this takes, um, we'll get to the end of um, Hera and Rex's conversation. Oh, go on, let us roleplay this extreme awkward pointlessness for another 20 minutes, please, Sean. All right. No, um, no! Is my fur supposed to feel like this? Take it, stop! What colour would you like this, Myrtle? Uh, Roll an uh, intimacy. Oh no, that's intimidation check. Um, wow, um, different game. <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Um, I think Please. you probably all um, around about this point um, come back. Um, uh, protagonist, um, you have kind of come this way. Uh, Slippery Jack has decided to kind of scout out a little bit further out, um, but has. Mm-hmm led you close enough in that you'd know how to get back to your friends. Cool. Oh, protagonist! You're back! Uh, Good morning, Rex. Good morning, and where have you been off on this fine morning? I joined Slippery Jack on his scouting route. I thought you were going to say skulking. (laughs) They don't skulk. <laughs> Where was that from? <laughs> should we should we convene with the with the others and uh, work out our day? Well, we're, yes, we're going to the. Um... Oh, oh my gosh! You sneak up on me constantly, Marine. They've been right here the entire oh. time. How old are you? Oh, fairly young. <laughs> yes, father. Uh, uh, late twenties, I believe. That's really Very old. funny, father. That's really old. Yeah. It's funny. <laughs> anyway, so combing a rat um, <laughs> with magic. No, 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 no. I think I have a. Comb. Oh, you are. I think I, I now have a comb. I think probably fashioned one, and I'm now combing all of my rats because. Cleanliness is, is good. That's how you make friends. Yeah, that's how you make friends. So, um, <laughs> our, our original plan yesterday, in which we had a conversation with Oko, may be a false start, as we say. Well, I, I don't. That's the first time I've said it. But we, we shouldn't go on with it. Um, Harold wants to see the important turnip. <laughs> the, the turnip is bad. The, the holy turnip. Um, Dad, no. Mother does not wish us to view the holy turnip today. You mean there's something you wanted to do that was important to you, and your mother is telling you that you can't? Maybe. (laughs) So you're going to not do the thing you wanted to do because your mother, who seemingly is absent a lot of the time, has just told you not to do it? Are you really going to give up on what you wanted? Looked like an incredibly interesting sort of mango. What? Oh, please. Still making me hungry. Uh, well, I'm worried about your safety, uh, turnip mangoes. Uh, <laughs> cabbage, cabbage. Cabbages with teeth, possibly. 
Um, <clears throat> um, okay, so we were going to go and look at the special garden because... Why were we going to go look at the special garden in the first place? Can we not call it the special garden? We are calling it the special garden. <laughs> <laughs> we are here looking for uh, anything to help uh, Hera with her memories. And, and the special garden doesn't help you remember stuff. No. Okay. For the holy turnips are bad with memories. Oh, what I'm saying. <laughs> so, what, what do you want to do instead? Well, Rex had a brilliant idea of going to poke an obelisk. Uh, along those lines, yes. yes. Mm. Would be up for that. Oh, they were in a forest and there's an obelisk. I mean, that's odd. There's undead around it, which is odd. And, uh, you, you know, uh, if we are directed away from the garden, then we may find ourselves in a direction of one of the several obelisks in an arc around us. Wait a minute, wait a minute. So, yes. Hero wants to remember stuff, <laughs> but gardens are bad for remembering and obelisks are good for remembering. I thought when we went to the obelisk yesterday, you specifically found it wasn't the right place. Also, doesn't Mr. Jones want to find out more about the obelisks? Well, we didn't go very properly close up to the one yesterday. Sounds like we're going to go see an obelisk then, right? Well, it's an adventure. <coughs> uh, it might answer some questions, but... Uh, I don't want anyone to get hurt in the garden. I mean, a forbidden garden full of magical things that we're not meant to go and see in case the mother gets cross does sound quite a lot of fun. I feel like this may be something about you, Elder. No, we wouldn't want to court danger, as I, as I put it earlier. And if we're not allowed to touch anything, and being powerful enough to protect a large area says don't, it's usually better to to not do that. You always stop doing things you want to do because someone else tells you you're not allowed. Oh, I constantly do things I'm not supposed to. <laughs> why don't we go and explore the exciting courgettes and we can always not touch things. Courage. Um, well, when you do things that you're not supposed to, uh, like uh, a building's on fire and they say don't walk into the building because it's on fire, you know, you don't walk into said building because it's on fire. Uh, uh, similar concept. Yes, but if someone says don't walk into that building, you'll get hurt and actually you wouldn't get hurt. They just want to control where you walk or make you walk like a lady or make you walk in specific ways or hide all their really fun stuff and keep it for themselves. Don't you? You should walk into the building. Elder, my dear. One of the you... villagers have said if the mother does not want you to go somewhere, you will end up dead. Hera, aren't you here to remember who you are? Is that not why we're here? Yes. Okay. If we're helping you remember who you are, where do you want to go to remember who you are? Because that's why we're here. 
Well, the garden sounds a lot less spoopy than a giant obelisk. But I worry for your safety. Uh, if I lead the way, if the, if I lead the way in case there's another snapdragon, <clears throat> and I say no snapdragon, no eating, and you know it listens to me, maybe. Does your mum not want you to remember who you are? Why is she not helping you more? I never thought of it like that. Is she like here somewhere and like not talking to you or something? She talks to me through dandelions. Sometimes. She, she, I think if she, she lives she in the helping. woods somewhere, then why can't we go to her and say Hera needs help? Um, we could ask her on the dandelion thing. We could? I say, hey, mum, where, where are you at? Right? Okay. Just, I could ask? I thought that's why we were here. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> I'd like to remember who I am, please. That makes sense. Yeah. This is a logical question. Okay. And we won't get hurt. You don't need to worry about that. You should do what you want to do. I read this book about self-actualization. You should do what you want and don't worry about us. We'll be fine. Okay. Rex is very old, so might not be fine. The rest of us will be fine. Very old. I am not old, thank you very much. Uh, if this is what you wish to do, Hera, then I, of course, support you I, I all, at all, always, and I will follow you into the garden if this is what you wish to do. Absolutely no problem at all. Just please do remember your earlier conversation with her and how you felt and the other news as well that was shared. Mm-hmm. Okay. What other news? Uh, oh. That I, I, I have or had a sister... Oh, that's news. Rex shouted that to the whole village this morning. We all knew. Oh, okay. I did not hear that. Neither did I. Okay. Um, Well, shouldn't we be finding your sibling? Because they'll be able to help you remember who you are as well. Okay. Mm. It just feels a bit like you've been, you're like, come here to find out more about yourself. And then everyone's saying, don't find out more about yourself, which is weird. Well, the... It goes along the reasoning of why I wanted to visit these these ob- obelisks. Now, as you can, as you as you know, for earlier uh, the spell we cast showed multiple un- undead in in the area. Now, yeah. it, uh, yes, exactly. And uh, if that if they dwell within the mother's reach, then perhaps they may be uh, like uh, Hera and able to answer questions. And maybe if we ask. Around, uh, if they are communicable, then perhaps we could get somewhere. Uh, again, a few birds with a single stone. Uh, Protagonist Jones, you are keen to see them also for your uh, uh, notes and researching for mm. your clients. Correct. And so we had another stone or bird to our metaphor. Stoned birds. Yes, yes, correct. Yes. Mm. But the garden is obviously close by, and as long as we are all very careful, it's only slightly 
defiance to go in there after being told to not. Okay. You don't want to throw the seeds of it uh, and plant that too much. But uh, if we if we were to, we just have to make sure we're all on the same page and make sure that we are careful not to slip up and accidentally fall into a pool or touch a blade of grass or anything like that. Um, this is a mother who deals with nature, so we have to be very, very cautious. Hera? Yes? This might be a rude question. Mm -hmm. Do you think your mum might not be very nice? Because she's not really being very helpful with you when you want to know stuff and she's not telling you stuff, which seems weird. The people who live here were saying they're not allowed to like leave or do certain things because she tells them not to. It sounds like she likes to tell people what to do a lot. <sighs> and doesn't really matter what you want or think. Look, I, I, I'm, I'm not one for making my, putting my foot down, but mm -hmm. this all seems mighty fucked up. I'm just <clears> going to say it. That's, that's actually extremely appropriate. <laughs> well, let's go and find her and tell her not to be mean. Okay. Yeah. And not to hurt the, the nice people and anymore. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Marines kind of scare themselves. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's a plan. <clears throat> okay. To the garden of Would cabbage courgettes. This, this whole conversation has been pretty inspiring for, I think, quite a lot of people. Would you <laughs> would you allow my inspiring feats to include this conversation so we can use my feature? I will allow this, yes. It, I mean, it has been pretty inspiring, at least for me as a player. So, um, okay. It has been very enjoyable. Okay, so um, with people feeling inspired and defiant, um, so I particularly enjoyed that you worked out exactly why I've chosen this title. Well, I, I was like, I was like, wait a second here. Um, so um, maybe if we go to this garden, we can plant the seeds of defiance. Um, so you'll all get nine temporary hit, hit points from my inspiring leader feat. I'll give you some bonus lore as well. Uh, defiance is actually a, the name of a breed of snapdragon. Oh, that's clever. Aww. Is um is, um, is. <laughs> is Slippery Jack within thirty feet, or is any of the other people within thirty feet? Um, hang on, I, I'm aware that you have a ridiculous um it's, passive perception. So. It's within thirty feet of people that I can see or hear, and he did say something to me earlier. I'm not skulking, so if I could hear him or see Boy. him, and he's within thirty feet. He got a um, stealth check of 13, and um, yes, you'll, okay, you feel so, like yeah. he's kind of given um, protagonist the slip and then actually just tailed you. Um, I'll also give him the inspiring me defeat as well. So okay. he also gets that. <laughs> because why not? I like him. Cool. Uh, and we did have a cuddle puddle, so it kind of made sense. He was on the edge. The, the opposite edge from you. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you, Chris. 
<sighs> Why do I feel like I'm in a blooper reel right now? Um, <laughs> so, uh, you have uh, made your decision to head towards the garden. So, um, protagonists can lead the way um, as uh, they had previously uh, visited with Slippery Jack. And uh, you see the scene much as it was previously described. Um, a number of large stone statues. Um, there's there's a whole um, whole host of different um, visions. Some, uh, some that appear to be uh, large um, gorilla-like creatures. Um, some which are literally just um, statues of faces. Um, just rising out of the ground, almost like a, a like a cavern. Um, but then also um, large nude humanoids um, of a variety of different um, uh, races and origins. Um, there's like a, a dragon folk and um, and some kind of large ones, giant scale. Um, uh, there's a, a large a turtle statue. Um, just strewn about in random places. Um, a number of them are covered in a variety of different moss, lichen, and um, vines. It's just the it's just the five of us, right? It is just the five of you, as far as you are aware. Although um, Slippery Bat Jack did write, roll a very rubbish um, thirteen on stealth, so those of you who have a yeah. passive above that would be aware that you're being followed. Whether they would actively, you know, fight in the garden is another question. Hera, do these statues make you think of anything? Because they're a bit weird. You're muted. I am muted. Whoopty. <laughs> I'll, I'll go see. May I get a little closer and have a yeah. little look? look yeah. Ooh. Give me a perception or a history check, whichever one you I do not mind. Ooh, bit of history. Where in it? Mm -hmm. Seventeen. Seventeen. Um They don't feel as familiar to you as the flowers that you've been seeing around. Um the statues themselves feel like they were probably in the area before um, Grave Mother used it for whatever purposes it is that she's using it for. The moss growing on the statues, on the other hand, does feel familiar. Um, it feels like the sort of thing that Grave Mother would do. Um, you get a kind of vague memory that she likes it when nature reclaims things that have been built by civilized folk so she encourages it to do so and takes a bit of glee out of it okay uh we've been here a while i think <clears throat> i think anyway uh the, the moss see she, she always likes that don't touch it oh a little bit uh, no one touch anything, remember? Is, is anyone good here at determining how long these statues may have been here? When they may have been manufactured? Anyone good with building things? Um, I took an architecture class at school. 
By which I mean I'm proficient in history. <laughs> I'm, I will allow everybody to roll history if they so wish. I mean, it would be hilariously pointless, but sure. <laughs> I don't think there's any way probably. I'm three years old, Sean. I have no idea. I can't read. Those of you who have been to Waterdeep, so protagonist, maybe LD, uh, possibly Rex. I'm not sure. Um, Hera, not so much, because your memories start from Neverwinter, and I mean, you're in for a very different reason, so do yours. I'm three years old. I know nothing. That is the reason. <laughs> um, I got a 24 on history, so we'll assume I was taken to Waterdeep on a cultural exchange. <laughs> sort of field trip. Um, to look oh, at the art museums in the um, opera house. Uh, any, any more for any more? Got a 24 from LD? Um, yeah, with your 24, um, you have um, possibly at boarding school, possibly at, in, like, you know, going to Waterdeep yourself, you do feel like a number of these statues are very similar to the, um, the famous statues of Waterdeep on a much smaller scale, as previously uh, explained to protagonists. Um, but kind of looking at them, uh, not getting too close, but just Look, looking at them, you feel like they're probably around about the same age as um, not the oldest ones because they, they kind of appeared at different times, but certainly they're older than the newer ones, if that makes sense. And does Eldy know the origin of the statue in Waterdeep? Mm. With a even with a 24, because that, that wasn't a natural 20, was it? No, 18 on the dice. Yeah. Um, even with a 24, I think that's very, there's still quite exclusive knowledge. Rebecca will sit on her hands then. Um, they look just like the artwork in Waterdeep. Same sort of age, same sort of design. I have no idea why such artifacts would be in the middle of a forest. I, I was worried for a moment. I've dealt with cases uh, in past as a, as a medical man of petrification. And you confirming that these are old statues in likeness to others would rule that out for me. So I can rest easy that... Uh, well, they are different ages. The oldest ones are sort of the similar sort of era as Waterdeep, but then there are some newer ones as well. Oh. Again, confirming that they were or are like art leads me to believe that we wouldn't, shouldn't be right about that. Is Waterdeep a, a place? Mm, yes. It's a city. Just to the south of, of Neverwinter. No. It has a thriving cultural scene. If Hera wanted to find a kinder patron for her performance art, um, it's a good place to go. Welcome, noted. Might be slightly off on that one, yes. <clears throat> and it's Just, got statues like these statues. Bigger. Much bigger. All of them are naked, not just some of them. How... how... Because these are pretty big statues. You're very small. I mean, yeah, but... Never mind. No, just... Just not as a criticism. You're the perfect height for you, just in to think... The how, size, how you, you compared to these is maybe me compared to those in Waterdeep. Oh, they're really big. Mm. Like as big as a house. Mm, sometimes, depending on the house. Not as big as my house, but as big as some people's houses. 
Oh. And are those statues like? Do they do something special? No, but art. Art doesn't do special things. You just look at it and then feel edified and write an essay about it, and then yeah. you've you've done art. Sorry, G. <laughs> Are you uh, heading deeper into the garden, or do you want to inspect these statues a bit closer? And we're not supposed to touch them. Mm, don't touch things. Okay. No. Oh, I, but we could. Can I do a a medicine check based on the fact I have previously treated people who may have been under that? Petrification curse is part of my uh, character's history. And see if there's anything. How will you perform a medicine check without touching them? I'll be looking for visually for markings or marks that would appear on a body, not necessarily transmitted into a piece of art, such as looking to see if there's petrified veins or scarring, any imperfections that wouldn't normally be put onto a sculpted piece of art. Hmm. Um, see if there's like tiny petrified hairs, that kind of thing. Okay. Um, I mean, there's a kind of medium-ish sized one um, not too far from you. Um, seems to be, um, again, naked, but um, holding um hammer. Just pull down my plague mask. Okay, just bear with me a moment. I'm just going to investigate this. Just keep an eye out and anything moving for me, would you? I won't touch, but I just put me at ease. Can I actively make a perception check to be scouting or looking out while Rex is working? Absolutely, yep. So perception check there, and uh, what is your medicine check? So I just reach into my back, pull out a little, tiny little magnifying glass. <laughs> my eyes are not that good. <laughs> 22. Mm-hmm. And that is a 12 plus 9, so 21. Find me. Okay. Um, I'm a healer. Well, the 21, um, the statue that you inspect, it's, I mean, it's difficult because you've actively kind of put a mask over your face, which I'm guessing doesn't have magnifying lenses. Um, uh, But you, 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 you kind of just look, you know, trying to see if there's little details that would be, um, perhaps going beyond what a sculptor would look for, but could be indicative of a petrified humanoid. Um, You notice that because these statues have been here for quite a while, um, the surfaces of the the statue are quite porous. Um, You kind of see that they they appear to be quite weathered. Um, doesn't necessarily help, but you also you don't re- you don't see anything that you'd think that's a weird detail to etch in. Murine, um, um, with your twenty-two, and in fact also Rex with your passive, um, you do hear a sound. Um, it's kind of like a sort of slithering, um, or, or the sort of sound that were you to kind of wring out a rubber glove, that kind of squeak, that kind of tightening sound. And Rex, as you inspect the statue in front of you, you notice that the vines creeping around it 
are growing and tightening and pulling until eventually, like a kind of um, exoskeleton, they pull the joints of the statue apart and the statue attacks you. Oh, this could ever be no! <laughs> I was so close to it. <laughs> okay. That is, I'm afraid, going to be a surprise round, so I don't think you were expecting that. No. I rolled high on in initiative! Nice. Um, I'm going to do this the traditional way. Who rolled over a 20? Oh, no, I rolled a 20. You rolled a 20. Sorry, that's not over 20. Let me... No, 20 and up. 19 plus 1. I think it's the highest Rex has ever rolled on initiative. I am ready! <laughs> okay, so uh, only Rex on 20. Okay, uh, 15 to 19. What did you roll? 18. Same. Okay, um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Murine's got the higher um, <laughs> dex. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, what about 10 to 14? 10. Okay. Damn, gee, that's twice in a row. Oh, no. Yeah, why? By process of elimination, uh, protagonist has rolled five. Nice. <laughs> He's not fast, is he? <laughs> um, cool. Well, surprise attack on you with a hammer. Notes. <laughs> Getting attacked. <laughs> um, all right, editors, cue the battle music as um, this statue slowly um, groins, the, the vines puppeting this um, uh, former statue to um, try and land a blow with its hammer. However, I don't imagine an 11 is going to hit you. I don't have my shield on because I was inspecting, but I do have 17 as a base without it. So. Absolutely fine. Um, oh! That, therefore, is um, the first attack... Uh, and then it kind of it swings down with the hammer but then almost with um, strange um, a, a kind of strange dynamism that you, you wouldn't get in a normal humanoid but because it's obviously just being pulled in different directions by um, the, by the slithering vines um, swings upward for another um, roll uh, this time it's a 15 which is also not going to hit oh, you. I'm surprisingly dexterous! <laughs> um, Have you fallen over? <laughs> going that way. It is your turn. Top of the round. <laughs> well, I touch it. Okay. <laughs> Can it make me... I think it's a charisma saving throw. A charisma a... saving um, throw. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's my DC. Anyone know what my DC is? 17. Well, that was a three on the dice <laughs> for a zero. Okay, so it disappears <laughs> as oh. I banish it. <laughs> okay, nice. <laughs> um, I, but can I choose what plane it goes to? You tell no, me it's it's a um, just another plane, okay. Demi yeah, plane. Un unless it originates from another plane. Um, oh, I know. It just it gives us basically a minute to organize what we're going to do when I mm. drop the spell. <laughs> Um, you have got a high enough um, passive perception to know that 
you can still hear slithering vines so there are um there are the other statues that are moving but you have at least eliminated one yeah for now get yourself Um, ready everybody i can't hold this one for long any bonus actions (laughs) Ah! get my shield out (laughs) that's fine i'll allow you to doff your shield on your shield done yeah on your shield um excellent in that case, Murin, you're up next. Um, can I see any other um, vine animating statue um, mm-hmm. that hasn't taken a turn in combat yet? Um, you can indeed. Uh, there, so that was the only one that um, made an attack. Yeah. Um, there are two others. Um, uh, one which is armed with a spear and a shield. Um, and another one that is um, one of the larger naked ones doesn't appear to have any weaponry. Okay. Um, who is closer to which one? Um, that is a very good question. Um, could everybody roll me a d6? Sure. Four. Two. Also Two. Four. Okay. You are muted, let's go. Five. <laughs> so, um, Hera rolled a five. Um, who rolled fours? Me. Antagonist and... Me and Joe rolled twos. Okay. So, Mirin, you are, um, you are actually near to the one that has just been banished. Yeah. Um, Protagonist and LD are near to the um, one armed with a spear and a shield, and Hera, you are nearer to the much larger giant one that is nude and unarmed. Um, Hera's one because Hera's not a Hera's not a physical combatant. Yeah, that's fair. Um, <laughs> <laughs> If Hera, lo- if Hera looks like this might be a problem or Hera might be in trouble, then I will um, go for that one. Mm-hmm. Um, because I am an assassin and because it hasn't taken its turn in combat yet, any hit I score is a crit. I see you fine. Um, does it know that I am there? Weird question as in, do I need to use a bonus action to do something clever to gain a sneak attack on this? Is Hera within five feet of it so I automatically get a sneak attack on this? Talk to me. Hello. Not you. <laughs> I would say that um, Okay, to be fair, because we didn't, you know, establish yeah, the theatre of the mind. Uh Hera, could you roll me a D twenty? Ooh. I'm gonna be rounding down in fives. So this yeah. is gonna be the number of feet you are away from it. Could have just asked you to roll a d4. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Try that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You were, you were kind of stood right next to it, um, or or at least it has advanced to such a point hey, that um, it means I keep my bonus action. I'm happy with this. Um, right. <laughs> um, I would like to leap, turn around, see this happening. Do I see the vines like crawling up the massive nude statue? Uh, yes, you can see that um, there is there are vines and um, patches of uh, lichen as well. Um, yeah, 
on this one. And the one that um, Rex just banished, like the vine sort of broke the statue and turned it into an animated force. Mm-hmm. Right. Can I try and... I know this is not possible in rules, but just <coughs> slightly clever thinking. Can I go for a leg and try and break up some of the vines that would potentially give it a moving foot? Sure. Awesome. Then that is what I will do. I will turn, see this, go, and uh, leap forward and um, do all of the attacking, attacking and the sneaking, and yes. So you are specifically attacking vines, yes? Yes, specifically attacking vines. Okay. Um, right. Let's do this. So... 19 to hit. 19 will hit. Perfect. No damage. Uh, it's an auto crit because of assassinate. Uh, so all of my attack dice are doubled. So that's 1d6 plus 4 on the short sword. That is... I will favor to foe it. So that's another d4 on top of that. Eh, there we go. Uh, that does not take an action. My sneak attack is 2d6 on top of that as well, so that's 3d6 and 1d4. And I will also use my Gathered Swarm, so that's 5d6 and 1d4, so that's 10d6 and 2d4 plus 4. Yes? Good? Good. Okay. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10d6 and 2d4 plus 4. Oh, that's a lot of dice. Uh, 45 points of damage. Okay. Um, you aim for um, the vines on one of these legs Absolutely. and um, you s- uh, sever right through them, um, causing the kind of the leg to um, fall off. The, uh, the giant statue does kind of waver a bit, uh, but mm-hmm. kind of rights itself. Um, the, the vines rem- on the remaining leg tighten and um, burrow into some of the porous cracks and on the remaining leg, split it in two. And it's now walking again <laughs> on two legs. Fascinating. Um, I will, seeing that happen, I will continue past, because I've got mobile so I can move past it and away, so I'm out of attack range, hopefully. Um, and I will cut at the second leg. It would be a much, much less impactful hit because all of the sneak attack and stuff has gone, but let's do it. Oh, that's right, dogs. It's exciting. Uh, right. 22. Hit. Yes. Yep, that hits. Does favoured for apply on every hit or only on the first hit in combat? Uh, first time on your turns. Yeah. Uh, so it's just eight points of damage on the second strike as I impact its mm-hmm. leg. Although I will... How far away from it was I when I ran up to attack it? Um, they were, they, you were, I would imagine, fairly kind of close together as a group. So um, probably within 20 feet for you. And uh, what kind of reach... Can I move out of attack range of it? Because I, I get no attack opportunity when I hit things because of mobile. <laughs> It has. You feel like you would be fairly safe to um, extricate yourself. Um, Brilliant. A normal distance. Grand. Because I have boots of um, what's it called, climbing and swimming. 
or gloves of climbing spring, whatever they're called, um, I will use that to get a bit of height and just move out of combat range as I try and sever all of the vines around its legs so it can't move very well, and then nope out of combat. Okay. What's the second hit? Uh, eight. That's damage. Eight damage. Okay. Nice. Uh, it is still standing. Yeah, it's um, got to start somewhere. Cool. As a, um, go on. Sorry, um, just as a, as a kind of free action, would I be able to just shout, Marine over here, to try and get Marine to come close to me? I could do that, yeah. If they would, if they would do that, yeah. Just yeah, so the, you're, you're close to me, yeah. In which case, I'll do a loop. I will just run in, instead of going up the tree, I'll go whoop, and sort of twist sort of like Naruto sideways, wee, and <laughs> skid back and be end up within five feet of Rex. Why not? Yeah, you can absolutely do that. Talking is sure. a free action. <laughs> is there anything else on your turn? I think that's pretty much enough, don't you? I think so. Um, cool. In that case, next on my list, Hera. Okay. Um, also going for the vines, since I'm three foot away. <laughs> I'm going to go for uh, Chill Touch to try okay. and just, uh, yeah, mess them up as much as possible. These two. <laughs> That's a 10? 10 does not hit. Mother's bad at me. And while trying to do that, Hera will shout, Mother, stop it! Now! Please! I'm really sorry that the story elements seem to be infecting your dice. I'm used to it. Any bonus actions? Uh, <laughs> not really, no. Hmm. No. No. <laughs> okay. Um, it is the statues up next. Um, the, okay. The statue that Noreen, um, just attacked and, and ran away from um, is going to uh, try and slam a fist down on uh, Hera. Uh, did, did you try and leave, by the way? Or did you stand next to it? Run! <laughs> <laughs> well, she's trying to talk to her mother to make her stop, so she's not smart enough to, like, back off. She's just like, no, I'm so gonna be able to convince her not to kill everyone and myself okay in that case um first attack mm-hmm. is a crit mm-hmm. 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 ready uh, right yep, doubling his dice so bad at me Not super high on the dice. Uh, that is 13 plus another th- three. So uh, 16 bludgeoning damage as the um, first fist comes down. Uh, the second fist comes down. And that is a. Oh, that is a 25 on the dice. That was a 19. Yeah. So that's damage? No, that was to hit. Does oh, that hit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 25? <laughs> yeah, you hit me. <laughs> my, my 9 temp doesn't stretch that far. <laughs> um, 
but that's at least not a crit. And I enrolled one and a two plus the further three, so that's six points of um, damage. I think you're prob- probably too covered up by the other fist, so it doesn't quite manage to uh, to get as much of you this time. Okay. Um, but that is the first one. Um, the other one that started moving, uh, as narrated, is near to um, protagonist and Eldie. Um, and it's going to try and determine which is the greater threat. It cannot. It rolled a one. <laughs> so I'm just going to... One to three, LD. Uh, it goes for LD. Randomize if I can't make my own choices. Um, and this one gets three attacks. I'm not raging sphere. yet. Good thing I'm a sack of hit points. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, right, so first attack. It's not going to. Oh, it's oh, it's an eighteen. I thought it landed on the two. Uh, eight on the dice plus seven, so it's twenty-five. Eight on the dice plus seven. Eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah, twenty-five will will hit, Sean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, cool. Two D six. Uh, thankfully, that is only an eight uh, damage as it uh, spears towards you with its spear. Good thing um, Rex is so inspiring. Um, second Ooh. attack. This time it's an eight, which makes it 15. My AC is 16. Okay. Second attack. Um, you're, you're a bit more prepared for it, um, but then the third attack comes through um, and it is a 24. Yeah, that hits. Uh, so again, the two d six. This time, getting—I've already forgotten what the modifier is. Uh, Thirteen points oh, cool. of damage. Oh, you've knocked me out of triple figures. <laughs> Good. Um, Should we be so lucky? <laughs> finally, um, could. Everybody, please roll me a um, uh, strength saving throw. Oh, great. Yes, I can. This is not con. 16. Mm -hmm. Also 16. 21. Mm -hmm. 10. Two. Oh. <laughs> um, so, Mireen, Rex, and LD, you um, all managed to um, uh, pick your feet up off the ground in time to avoid the uh, slithering vines that have um, s- tried to snake up and um, capture your feet. Um, protagonist and Hera, however, you are not so lucky. Uh, you are now restrained. Um, you will need to make a strength check if you wish to try and free yourself or another creature. Okay. That is, however, everything's turn. So, uh, moving on down the list, LD. Amazing. Um, I don't like it when parental figures ban you from having fun and then <laughs> spoil your fun and are mean about it. And it makes me really cross. So, I'd like to rage, please. Um, yes, you may rage. I think. Oh, what do I want? I think I want claws again. It's a little boring to do the same again. It's just mathematically the best. Um, it's also pretty cool. 
Yeah, yeah, and they're so nicely manicured. Um, and then this means I get three attacks. The big gianty one that Mirin started. Who are they standing next to currently? Hera. Good, because I want to go protect Hera because the mother is picking on her, and that's not okay. Cool. I will clonk my way over. I'd like to keep, ideally, as m- many people as possible within five feet of me. But if I have to pick one, it will be Herod. Okay. Um, so because the one with the spear was attacking you, you are uh, going to have to leave its reach. Bite me. I will try. <laughs> That's the um, perfect response. <laughs> that is a 24. That will hit. Okay. So yeah, as you try to to leave it uh, again, manages to just just skew you a little bit, and that is nine points of damage, but half because you are now raging. Right. So uh, four. Perfect. Right. I make three attacks. Uh, okay. One of them. Oh, it's plus ten to hit. So one is a twenty-five. One is a twenty-one, and one is a dirty twenty. Um. Yeah, are you just smashing into the statue, or are you um, also going for the vines? It's the vines wrapped around her at the moment. They're at a problem, but Eldith isn't dumb. There, she she has her wits about her. Is it clear to tell in the split second that if she killed the statue, would the vines crumble, or are they symbiotic like that, or are the vines their own attacking creature? I would not say that that's an easy call to make. Just that's reasonable. Um, Let's spend the first hit then on the vines and see where Mm -hmm. we go from there. Cool. Uh, Roll your damage. Brilliant. Right. Let's remember how to do this. It is a d8, and then plus six, and then I have another thing to add. Multiclassing is hard. D8 plus 6, and then... Oh yeah, I just don't do very much all at once. Um, But then another plus 2 because I'm raging. Okay, so on the vines, that is a 7 plus 6 is 13, plus 2 is 15. Awesome. How are Um, the vines looking? More... um more vines start to kind of snap and crumble away. The the, the two legs that are um, currently holding it up um, begin to kind of lose their um, coherency and it stumbles a bit. But uh, the vines just pull the giant statue apart from the crotch and form longer legs, but a shorter torso. Cool. Then I'm going to spend my other turn to her over my shoulder and go, this looks like more of a problem. Try not to die. I'll come back and I'll turn around in a minute. And I'd like to use the other two to hit the statue itself. Mm-hmm. Um, before I roll damage, could you make me a, I think it's strength. Let me double check. Yeah, could you? I mean, I imagine it's a waste because I imagine the strength is high, but nonetheless, could you make me a strength saving throw? That I will do. Um, it has to work one day. Oh my god, I don't believe it. Uh, <laughs> I rolled a uh, natural 20. 
Oh, oh. You, you sounded excited in the wrong direction, Sean. Come on. Well, um, I don't very... believe it because that is not the way my luck usually goes on these streams. Disappointing. Well, fiery shackles spring out and do absolutely oh. nothing trying to find a purchase on the stone and fall to the ground. Um, and that is burnt uh, again. However, I have rolled right 13 base damage and then I add two lots of eight, so 16, so 29 points of damage. Am I forgetting nice. something? If I am, I'll work it out on someone else's turn. And I use my bonus action to rage. And then I would just like to, yeah, be positioned squarely in between Hera and the Nasty, looking like a sentinel on guard. Yeah. Okay. Did you add the rage damage? I did. That made it plus eight rather than plus six. But thank you. I figured if I'd missed something, you would know. <laughs> okay. Obvious one to check, so I always forget that one too. Easy to get. Um, right, if that's everything on your turn, then protagonist, you are up next. Oh. You uh, are stood near, probably not right next to the one with the spear. The one with the spear? Yes. Uh, cool. Um, and my, I'm gra- my feet are grappled. Um, It shouldn't give me any disadvantage on casting a rage spell, should it? No. No. Cool. Um, in that case, I'm going to cast Catapult at third level. I think probably on, like, one of the statue's, like, arms or something. Uh, I think probably the one that's closest to me. Um, You're literally going to do a stop hitting yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so it needs to make a dex save. A dex save. Okay. All right. This roll is plus five, I'm afraid. So that is a dirty 20. Ah, no. Um, Sorry, I, I would have liked for that to work. Yeah. Um, I just don't think I can do anything decent or interesting with my bonus Same section. No. Um, Don't have anything that you could, you know, maybe. I'm going to cast Branding Spite. Okay. Cool. Would that? That's not two spells, though, is it? Oh, oh yes, it is. Of course. Sorry. So no, I'm not going to do anything with my bonus action. <laughs> um, you don't have anything else that you can perhaps command to make attacks with a bonus action. No. No. Fair enough. Not, not currently. No. Um, if that's everything that you want to do then on your turn, um, we will be going back to the top of the round. To Rex. I swivel around to Marine and reach down. Marine, you seem to be very adept at attacking creatures who are surprised, yes? Yep. There's one about to appear right in front of you. Yep. Go around the back of where it's going to appear and get ready to strike, okay? I'm not sure if that's mechanically how it works, says the small rat person. It's it's okay. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to hold my action to mm-hmm. cast a touch spell on Marine's weapon. Which um what's your main weapon that you use? Are they daggers? Short, they swords. short swords. Do you have is the one are they both exactly the same or is the one okay, so I'll just grab whichever one I, I get then. Uh, I just kind don't, of grab don't touch the sword, you fool. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, it's fine. I just 
I mean, it's in combat. I just grab that and grab the weapon. Marine, you're you're very brave. Don't get spooked by this. And I'm going to prepare a spell to cast on the blade on your turn. And I've asked you to get ready to attack whatever's about to appear in front of you. Sure. Mechanically, will this count as surprised? A, when the banished creature comes back, would it be surprised by something behind it attacking? Which is it, the, the aim? Technically, it's a surprise round or something that hasn't gone in this combat, so... Mm. I'm more thinking, if it can't see you, would you get advantage on it? And I'm within five feet, so That's just sneak attacking. That's just what yeah. I do anyway. Um, assassinate is very specifically things that have not uh, acted yet in this combat, or it's a surprise round, which I'm not sure it would count as. Well, technically, it surprised me. It didn't go in the combat. Hey, it's, know, up it's up to Sean. It's up to Sean. Yeah. yeah. That's, I think that's the intent, anyway, is to see if... I appreciate the attempt. I'm happy for it to be that you can manoeuvre into such a way that um, you would be flanking it and therefore getting advantage. Already Um, do. Sneak attack, it's fine. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I think because it has taken a turn in this combat, you know, it's just sitting in a demi-plane going... <laughs> that's okay yeah i mean i rex doesn't know that all he knows is that you're very good at attacking things so that's right so mm-hmm. uh, i still the exact same thing and then uh, when you're ready give me a nod and i'll cast a spell and the uh, creature will reappear and you strike yes so, sounds good to me okay so i've got my shield up ready waiting roughly where it is and my other hand kind of reaching and holding grasping onto marine short sword okay um, it is mirroring right after your turn, so uh, if you wanted to cast a spell, because well, it's, it's, it's coming. As soon as Marine gives me the nod, I'll, that's my trigger to okay. activate. I give you the nod, which I hope is a free action. <laughs> nod. Nod okay. is a free action. <laughs> so um, as you give me the nod, your blade suddenly starts glowing like with this radiant white heart energy, mm-hmm. and I just pull my hand up the blade, and thematically, like, there'd be, like, my, obviously it would cut. And as I cut and rub, it, rub my hand up the blades, it just ignites in this fire. And as it does that, the my concentration for the other spell is broken, so the creature reappears, and a holy weapon is cast on your weapon. <laughs> um, which means every time you attack with it, it gains 2d8 radiant damage, and I can trigger as a bonus action to explode as a flashbang, basically. As a bonus action, my turn. So mm. I obviously can't do that straight away. But it gives you some extra dice to roll. Yeah. I can't really be like, clever with that, but yeah. yes. Marine, when you're ready! Then I I'm will, also, um, yes, I'm also charitably going to um, assume that Marine hasn't pre-poisoned their weapons. I haven't <laughs> because we're dealing with plants mm-hmm. and Marine's only got intelligence of eight, but it didn't work last time. <laughs> I think that's fair, don't you? I think that's fair as well. I'm not right. going to do that for your stylistic description mm-hmm. of touching the assassin's blades. Um, cool. Miriam, well, it would turn. be a learning curve for me if it was. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I will just sort of... I think, Sorry, just before you take your time quickly, um, I totally didn't get what you were getting at, Sean, previously, uh, and I'm an idiot. So yes, because of my nature, I can try and get free of these things, if that's all right. I will allow you that, that yes. Ooh. Oh, God damn it! That is a strength check of a nat 20. Ooh. You are not restrained. So yeah, I just, my, my metallic feet kind of yank and pull at the vines and manage to rip them. 
Oh, I thought... Okay. Sorry, Chris. No, it's cool. I was hoping we would get the reveal. The reveal. Not yet. <laughs> okay. No um, yet. All right. Well, um, I'm attacking, so I would just leap forward and uh, dive straight into uh, some some strikes on the statue in front of um, Rex. Um, cool. I'm, I'm presuming that Rex is therefore um, no longer concentrating, that because you're now concentrating on holy weapon. That's right. Yeah. So as, that's why I held my action to his turn, so it didn't appear until to their turn. Yeah, until their turn. Um, is Rex within five feet of the statue in front? Are you sneak attack automatic at this point? I'm right here. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll take a group consensus on this. Do we keep hacking away at the vines, which I have no idea what that does, or do we start attacking the, the stone? Eldie switched to the stone, but I have no idea if it's the right call. I don't know either. I've... I would keep at the vines. Yeah, that's what I'm... Th- it makes more sense to me. That doesn't mean it makes more sense, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Aldi just will hit the biggest, baddest problem. I'm mm-hmm. not saying is that at all the right decision. What do you think, G? Um... I know this is table talk, but um, I, I think it's... Yeah, I don't know. I, th- I think... I think probably... Protagonist is... His concept is the vines are animating the stone. They're not directly attacking a color other than like trying to grab at your feet so if you smash up all the stone there's nothing for them to hit you with like uh, that's where their logic's at like, I'm going to keep going for vines I think because removing all the things that animate the stone seems to make sense to me and also short swords against stone seems pointless whereas against vines kind of makes sense yeah. anyway, uh, right leap forward attack uh, hopefully a hit uh, I don't have advantage but I still get Stick attack if I hit because of Rex being within five feet. A flanking, so does that count? Constitute advantage? Don't know how you do that. I don't tend to run with flanking unless Sean wants me to run with flanking. I'm happy to go with flanking. Sweet. It's already a 20. That's better. All right, so 20. Uh, 2d8 plus 1d6 plus 4. No extra d4 because I've favoured foe the other thing. So, or, or is it all the same vines? Is it all the same vines? Are the vines all my favourite foe, Sean? Why not? Great. So uh, just in case it helps, well, that weapon is now magical for the purposes of overcoming. It just, in fact, comes up. 2d8 plus 1d6 plus 1d4 plus 4. Cool. Uh, plus 2d6 because it's sneak attack, sorry. 2d8 plus 3d6 plus 1d4 plus 4. I'm sorry for giving you more dice, but it's, it's no, 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 no. worth it. <laughs> it's a good thing we've got a, we're using beyond. Um, come on. 2d8 plus 3d6 plus 1d4 plus 4. 23 points of damage on the vines on the thing in front of me. Nice. Uh, yeah, you sever another um, series of vines and... Mm. Um, you feel like you're, you're you're definitely getting through. Great. Then I get two attacks, so I will attack it again. Uh, it's still holy weapon because technically I attack with the same sword twice on extra attack. Uh, we're still flanking, so we're still going with advantage. Come on, that twenty, that twenty, yes, yes. Oh, that's so what I wanted. So that is now four d eight plus two d six because no sneak attack plus two d four plus four. God damn it! <laughs> As so, what, what was what was the total on that last that last one? The damage, yeah, 
23. Um, yeah, so as you um, slash through this, this um, weird amalgamation of rock and mm. vine um, blinks back into existence and um, with a couple of well-placed um, slashes, um, you take out some of the, uh, the main roots and the whole thing crumbles apart. Is that on the first hit or the second hit? I've, I've, I've... Second hit. Okay, the second damage second hit is 34. No, 38. It was 28 damage on the first hit and 38 on the second. Yeah, yeah, so it's, it's both. You kind of yeah. slash and then you slash and it's, it crumbles away. Brilliant. Um, in which case I will... Eldie's on the nude one. Um, mm-hmm. But the um, one with the spear, no one is currently... I don't want to be near it to take damage off it. No, I'm going to keep going for the big one. Um, I will go back to the big one because I still have an offhand strike because I haven't had to use it for anything else. So I may as well attack again. Uh, can I get into flanking with Eldie then if we're going with flanking rules? I'm very fast. Go 40 feet. Absolutely fine. Spectacular. Then I will roll with advantage, but I'm rolling with my non-holy weapon short sword because only one of them is holy weapon because that's how mm-hmm. that works. No crit. 23 to hit. 23 will still hit though. So it's still going for vines, which are all the same thing. So it's a d6 mm-hmm. plus a d4 plus 4. D6 plus a D4 plus four. There we go. Uh, 14 damage on more vines. And then because I hit it again, uh, I have mobile feet, no attacks opportunity. I will move far, far away from it. Probably loop back to Rex again. Hello. Amazing. (laughs) It's fun. I went better than I planned. (laughs) I was so scared. My eyes hurt. (laughs) Don't look into the light. (laughs) All right. Um, If that's everything on your turn, um, we move on to Hera. I'm I'm uh, still being held, correct? Um, stylistically, it's not actually grappling. Oh, the vines, though. You you were in the vines, weren't you? Yes, you are. You are restrained, but you your your arms are free. Like it's just bashed you, but removed its arms. If that makes sense. So I could cast something with uh, V and an S, which is obviously voice and smiles. Yes. Yep. <laughs> okay, <laughs> just had to make sure. That's such a better way of putting it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to cast Blight on the, um, the vines, please. Okay. Um, yeah, what do I need? Is that a save for me? Uh, so, yeah, it's a constitution saving throw, please. Hang on, Plus if it's a plant, disadvantage, doesn't it? Does it? Other way round. Yeah, plant at a disadvantage. You target yeah. a plant creature and or it's a max damage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really nasty on plants. Sorry, I thought you said advantage and hit a dis. Blight is the best spell in the world. <laughs> this is amazing. Die, plants. <laughs> and what's the radius on it? Um, one creature of your choice, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, Sean did already rule that all the vines were one creature. Yeah. Yes, he did. <laughs> um, so that was um, not what you would have seen, a 13, which is adding the two D20s together. That was a 10 <laughs> and a 3, 
Oh. I, uh, so therefore, with disadvantage, only have five. Oh. <laughs> okay, that, I'm going is, to. I'm is it on. max? I don't think we need to roll. I think it's just all the. Yeah, it's max plus it's plant. Is it a magical plant or a plant? I mean, they're moving and, you know, <laughs> have feelings, emotions, that kind of Perfectly thing. They're like a magical. <laughs> yeah, As a round 54? No, no, max it. Oh! 64. <laughs> What's oh how many dice is it and and what of what? Ninety-eight. Oh god. Seventy-two. Oh. Um, oh, they're as pissed. <laughs> you you watch as um There's I mean, the petrification. Okay. how how do you do this? Um as... since mother has tried to uh hurt me and I haven't actually done anything wrong. Uh, Hera is very angry and is just concentrating and gritting with glowy eyes and just like, Mother, no! And just... <laughs> poofed! Yeah. And uh, you watch as um, the vines um, controlling not just the nude one in front of you, but in fact also the one armed with a spear near protagonist and all of the vines holding you in place um, suddenly... Um, dry up it's, it's as if you've kind of removed all of the moisture from um from them they uh, shrivel and fall apart and these statues um crumble um their rendered parts um laying as rubble at your feet you are out of combat holy shit <laughs> well done Hera. oh claws retract <laughs> oh well done. I'm just going to lean over to Rex and go, are you slightly worried that this whole mother thing might be, I don't know? Stick to the lot. Oh, I think we may have just uh, drawn a line in the sand and crossed over it. It was fun. We, we didn't... We didn't touch anything, though, and they attacked us, right? No exactly. So, uh, Harrow, did you not touch? Sniffed it. I didn't touch anything in the garden. We didn't touch Nobody stepped in the garden. Just talking to nothing. <laughs> did you hear me? <laughs> when does a forest become a garden? Because aren't they all like plants? Like I give Hera a hug while this. Come here, Hera. Just raging like. Ugh. <laughs> uh, every plant is a forest. If you're, I don't know. Honestly, I'll oh, just come here. <laughs> okay. I have plants though. It's okay. I like plants. We can grow them back. Okay. Maybe not specifically the murder vines, but some other plant. Maybe with clothes on next time. I'm just. We'll grow other plants that don't want to kill you. That'd be nice. Or your family and friends. <laughs> that too. <clears throat> Is everyone okay? Does anyone require anything? I'm still maintaining concentration on the holy weapon. It lasts for an hour, so. Uh, that's, staying, that's staying up. Uh, <laughs> so Do, you have a sheet? Do you have a sheath for it? <laughs> it lasts a while. Um, would you like to head further into the garden? It's like Sting now, wouldn't you? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, protagonist would be going in and having a look around. 
Maureen has no concept of where the garden begins because we're in a forest. I mean, the, the area where these statues are, um, the, the trees become a little more sparse. Um, they're, they're still there, so it's 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 almost like a, a mini copse inside the much larger forest. Is it like a um, white picket fence? No. Beware of dog? There's no, there's no boundaries as such, but it does appear that there's this um, circular zone that um, just has these statues. Um, and there does appear to be a center, um, a, a ring of um, very loosely placed cracked stones um, with uh, sitting directly in the center of it, a large um, elongated egg-shaped plant um, that appears to be made up of a number of um, overlapping leaves. Um, as you approach it, the leaves start to slightly peel back, revealing serrated edges. Closing mm-hmm. my mouth. However, that is where we are going to pick up next time. Oh, I thought you said an eggplant. It's really weird. That's just an egg-shaped... Egg sh- I would call it an aubergine. It's not an aubergine. It's an aubergine in the middle of this space. No. Okay. <laughs> Massive aubergine. Oh, Lots well. of overlapping leaves. It's, I hope we didn't just start a war. Not an um, eggplant, certainly. Well... All right. Um, so... Uh, there we have it. Uh, thank you for joining us um, for this, I don't know, very uh, heart-wrenching, possibly being the, uh, the the adjective I would use at this point, um, for, of tonight's show, uh, much intrigue to be had. If you enjoyed tonight, uh, we play every Tuesday from um, currently 5 p.m., um, because we've had daylight savings in America, haven't, um, but at some point we'll be 6 p.m. Time zones are not my thing. I we think play. By the time this one's out, it'll be six PM again. See, I don't know. There's a six week PM. where it's weird. Or five PM. We'll find out. <laughs> the mods will let you know at what point we'll be playing next week. Um, <laughs> we also play on Mondays at a certain time. Um, just just dub over me with six PM, five PM, six PM, four PM. I've covered everything, um, and other time zones as well. Um, you can also join us on Friday from a time um, for Talk Together and or uh, Talking is a Free Action, our chat show where we interview players, DMs and other TTRPG industry people. All of our shows are streamed at twitch.tv forward slash RollTogetherRPG and you can find all of our content archived at youtube.com forward slash RollTogetherRPG. There are also podcast versions of all of our shows available everywhere. Search for RollTogetherRPG if you want to listen to us not telling you what we're doing. Um, a massive thank you to our D20 Club on Patreon, and there will be a link in chat now, so please do join them, because every penny helps us to make all of the content that we do. And a big thank you again to our sponsors, Hero Forge, Ultra Pro, Elderwood Academy, and our supporters, D&D Beyond, Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms, and, Le- um, and Phoenix Dice. And don't forget, we are all over social media as Roll Together RPG. Thank you for watching, and we will see you soon. <laughs>